Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. you got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally. Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdatedgetpaid.com. Well, welcome in on a, this is a gala event on a Friday. I couldn't love this show anymore if I tried. I mean, the topics, the people, sans Rico, that are involved with this show. Uh, Rico wow. decided to play. Well, you played stupid games. You're going to win stupid prizes. You got a little cute with your BFF there in the crosstalk. I heard it down the line. It's okay. I never said UW was a fraud. And I never said Penix was a fraud. Do not put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Mike, I Don't wouldn't do that to Mike, me. You do realize everything doesn't revolve around you. I wasn't talking Wrong. about you wrong it's like in the old days it's like it's like the old days when china used to put themselves at the center of the map you listen here now in all all seriousness i do want to i thought you'd enjoy that i do want to start with something and rico for a moment if you will allow me to say some nice things about you to david it's how this show will begin in in its best form. Are you comfortable with that? No slander. Okay. Okay. David, if we could, are are you with me? Yes. Okay. Do you consider Rico a smart man? Yes, Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Do we consider Rico a, a tough man? This is a man from southwest Detroit, a tough man. A man who at one point said, I will make a call and have very bad people buy your debt, Rieger. Close quote. You know what that means. Oh, yes. you can, Rico, tough man, right? Yes. Okay. Do you think Rico is a man of integrity? You think Rico is like a, a high-functioning human being here, and he's got a sense of what's right in the world, right? What's of your course. experience? Of course, yeah. No, I didn't say a shill. I said a man of integrity. Now, if I may, this is important. Then, David, you have to answer a critical question, and it is one of the great mysteries, and I'm sure you've got something from the Bible that would be akin to this. So if all of the things I said to you were true, why is Rico acting like such a weenie when it comes to this Lions-Vikings game? Let's do this. Rico, I heard that in Crosstalk, and I was in disbelief at what you were selling people. 
Because I couldn't be further. I swear to you. I know, I know, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have a a nasty Friday. But you really don't want them to play anybody, Mike. I don't. Or if you do, you treat this like that preseason game, and your guys are done. And anybody who's dinged up, Ragnow and Decker, no, you're not playing because you can garnish and gain nothing from this game. You can only hurt yourself. You have a bigger goal in life. You are now in the playoffs. You are a big boy. Act like a big boy. Get your guys ready for that next game because win or lose this Minnesota game means nothing. Win or lose the next week, it means a lot more. All right, people, I want you to hear me out on this. And if I have to be the lone wolf, I'll be the lone wolf. (sighs) Rico, we have heard about a word in this town for so long. And although they've shown... A lot of it. The way you you cement what they've built is the next two weeks, not the next one, not either or. It's the next two. It's culture. The culture is Dan Campbell came out and said emphatically, we are going to use our full arsenal to win this game. High octane. They're angry. They feel aggrieved. And I don't believe, this is my opinion, and I can't, I can't prove this, Rico. It's just how I feel. I don't think they've earned the right to rest people. Like, the Ravens have earned a right. Now, the Ravens' culture, here's the key. I still think the Ravens are going to beat the Steelers because that culture is so strong. We are not laying down to a divisional opponent and even giving them a 5% chance to get in. John Harbaugh has built that thing in a way that I think the Lions are building So I know it sounds crazy because I'm the guy telling you if I'm the Niners, who, by the way, have earned the right to rest people, right? You, Mm -hmm. The Niners, all all jokes aside, a a consistent winning program, a team that continually threatens the Super Bowl is a factor. They've built it. The Lions haven't earned that right. I think the Lions need to go out and dump truck this team. Preferably by more than three points. You can listen to Cash Ticket for that. The point is, <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, the truth comes out. <laughs> I, I'm just making a point here now. I re- Rico, I believe it in my bones. And I, I think it's a great conversation. Because you have every right to believe what you believe. I don't think this is one of these right, wrong... I was just stunned that a, a salt of the earth, pillar of the community like yourself, is just like, nah, just... Lay down your sword and no, it's, get it's, beat it's, by Nick Mullins. It's it's not that, Mike. This is a meaningless game. Treat it like a meaningless game. Your important people, the guys that you don't have the depth behind, don't need to be out there. Now, you know, David convinced me. If C.J. Gardner-Johnson needs some reps out on the field, fine. He's been gone for pretty much the season. Okay, get back to game speed. But a guy like Aiden Hutchinson, you don't have anybody behind him. There's no depth there. You don't gain anything from Aiden. It's not like Aiden needs a sack to get a, a, a record or something like that. Why play him? Rag now. So let me ask He's you a question. He's been injured all year. Let him sit down. Like C.J. Gardner-Johnson comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Aline McNeil comes back. Well, we're advocating play these guys. They need reps, right. right? I've always believed when you sit a good amount of people, you go a long way in killing a lot of your momentum. I actually would, I would play these guys straight up. Like, I, I, look, let's throw this to the people. Let's do this. 
We'll throw it to the people because I don't want this to be Golden Girls and, you know, it's you and I after each other. There, there's no win there. This is really about the fans and what they want, which, by the way, probably was the Lions not raising a banner without the fans being there. More on that later. 248-539-9797. Also, and this is a topic Rico and I will hold hands on, we will ride a tandem bike together. The idea that Troy Weaver went on an effing podcast but won't speak to the media locally, don't even know if the dude's alive. And the things he said on the Woj pod today, well, you're just not going to want to miss it. It's all I can tell you. Oh, chair to the medulla oblongata. It was unbelievable. I, I was becoming angrier as I was walking listening to it. Like, I, I was just becoming enraged. If I have to hear the word flexibility one more time, I'm going to lose my effing mind. But we'll get to that later. 248-539-9797. I want to hear from the people on this. And, David, tell me. Uh, your team has earned the right because they're consistent winners. Because they are consistently a team that they have a culture. They've established it. You know, what's your approach? I don't think the Lions should rest anybody. I think they should blast the Vikings, get the vibes going, and go into the playoffs. Yeah, I think they should rest the players. Um, you're coming into your first home playoff game for the first time in 30 years. You want everyone healthy. You want everyone ready. So you rest your players. St. Brown, Gibbs, Montgomery, Golf. You rest them all. Hutchinson, rest them all. Only you play McNeil and CJGJ because they need reps to get you ready for the playoffs. But I'm resting everyone. Right. I, I may even play Amara St. Brown just for him to burn off some of that aggression from not making the Pro Bowl because he was pretty heated over that. What about a half? Can I get a half and, out and, of you guys? And, and Mike, and that's what I said. I am willing to compromise and go a preseason game, and by halftime, I'm collecting helmets, and we're done. Don't care. Done. But golf, you may get a quarter or less because – if you go down, this team has no shot. 248-539-9797. I want to know what you, the fans, want. Which of these opinions do you subscribe to? They're ways of doing business. I think you're on your way to building a culture. But I don't think you've earned the right to just sit everyone. And I, I have a very anti rest team thing before the playoffs. Now, that doesn't mean I don't pull guys for the fourth quarter. Or as Rico's talking about, maybe if you're up, hey, if you've done your job, you're up 21-3 to three at the half, you want to pull some people? Noted. But there is no way in hell I'm not playing all these guys or I'm sitting Jared Goff the whole day. I think you have to continue building. And part of the way you do that, get this team, rally them back after the Dallas game. And while Rico's right, it doesn't make up for the Dallas game. Nothing will. You got boned. Yeah, I do think it's important. But see, I think Mike, it's important it, to come back and win this game and end Minnesota's season officially. But yes. in order to build up to get to that way where you, you earn the respect, where you earn the right to sit players, you have to be smart and you can't do anything dumb now that will jeopardize your playoff season. That's the biggest thing. This Minnesota game, nothing. Minnesota is already cooked. I, they have an infinitesimal chance of making the playoffs. They know that. They knew that when they said Nick Mullins is now going to be our quarterback. They threw in the white towel. 
What you do not want is try hard guy to come out there and ruin your postseason because try hard guy on Minnesota is trying to show the team I want to be on this team next year. You don't. Need All right, that. But let's see what the people subscribe to. And again, hey, there are two types of fans, and I just I think they need to continue rolling along. I think you play the guys. There's inherent risk in everything you do, and you know what. Rico's right. If Jared Goff gets hurt, I'll have to wear it. But that's truly what I believe. That that Dallas game and the way that ended, I think it's important for this team to get right back out on that field and be sharp, drop a bomb on this team. You want to pull guys early, that's fine. But I'm playing. And what Dan Campbell said, now listen, coaches lie all the time. But what Dan Campbell said, that doesn't give me any indication he believes in what Rico does. Now that, I'm just straight up. We're using our whole. Well, we're using the whole arsenal to go win this game. He was pissed, <laughs> pissed, and I feel like if that's the culture he wants to build, build it. I mean, I, I Rico, I'll wear it. All yeah, right, if Goff what, gets if Goff gets Nick Chubbed, I'll wear it. Okay, and you can blame me. Right. You know what the irony is? Is this is Dan Gamble going out there playing your people right now, and you don't have to. That's oh, what like this that. is. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I. So Dan Campbell should sit the players. Mm-hmm. Dan Gamble's going to play them. Yep. I like it. I'm in. All right, David. Tell me where the people are at on Ticket Text, and we'll get to the phone calls. But I, Rico and I are just on opposite ends of it. It's no big deal. It's not this, you know, blood war. Rico wants to rest everyone against Minnesota. I want to play everybody. Uh, I want to get the bad taste out of the mouth regarding Dallas. I think it's appropriate the day you're raising the banner. And I think it's part of cementing and getting yourself to being the Niners and being the Ravens. Destroy it, it, it destroy the Vikings. If you were playing a no-name opponent that wasn't in your division, I, I I would lean. But I do think there's value. Yeah, Rico's right. They got a 3 or 4% chance of getting in. They need a lot of help. Don't care. Bullet brain. Goodbye. End them. Be the last <laughs> thing they see before they go to sleep. And I just, I mean, I'm, I, I mean that sincerely. For years... Teams have hurt the Lions. Teams have embarrassed the Lions. I, I think it's a it's a lot like when Michael Corleone settles all family businesses during the baptism. Finish the deal. And 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 you know what? I can absolutely come to Rico's side. Hey, we're up twenty four three. It's the middle of the third. Take everybody out. I, I'm I'm not here to argue that. I'm saying it's important that they come out, crisp operation, execute, execute, execute. You guys are a great team. You did get effed last week, and let's go. Let's play. What side of it are you guys on? That's really what it comes down to. David? Better to gain momentum than lose it, so I would definitely play them. Someone else David, said, are we losing you again today? I'm trying is- not to. I'm good. I'm okay right now, somewhat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why would we lay down when a Cowboys loss gives us the number two seed if we win? You well, play and that's everyone. my point. And that's my point. Now I know what Rico's going to say, and he's right. The Commanders have been a pinata for this for the last six, seven weeks. Yeah. But it's football. Weird bleep happens. It is. I mean, Seattle home game. Mason Rudolph win and likely in. <laughs> Get the wet wipes. Correct. It Mike, happens. But- for the commanders, they want the draft pick. They've been bad for the last two months. And here's the other thing. You can do all of this, risk the injury. It's not like you can even scoreboard watch because I think that's what's a, a later game. 
That's a, Well, right, but my point is if you win, you can then have the right to scoreboard watch. If you rest everybody, then, then you've waved the white flag. I'm not, I'm not giving anyone any discounts. I, again, I'll be clear. This isn't Rico wrong, me right, or, or me wrong, him right. It's a different way of doing business. I want to see where people are at. I, Rico, honestly, I think you're going to win this two-thirds to one-third. I think I'm in a stark minority on this. No, but it's not a win or lose type of thing. It's just a, Mike, it's the same feeling that you have when the Lions line up for a fourth and seven on their own side of the field. Half the people are saying, dude, just punt the ball. And the other half, go for it, man. We don't back down to anybody. Okay. If you miss it, I don't want to hear, well, you know, we should have kicked that ball. No, 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 no. You chose your side. Live with the results. You go out there and you want to play these people. As you said, you play the stupid games and somebody gets hurt. It's no, well, you don't you don't get to, to, to walk it back and say, well, maybe we should have did this or maybe we should have been smarter. Here's your chance to be smarter. Grab their helm. But, and, and the thing is, when you look at the other top teams in the NFL, they're doing the same thing. So it's not like you're in the minority. They're telling their guys, don't even dress. Don't show up to the park. There's zero chance of you playing because we don't need you in this game. You have earned it. You do deserve it because you clinched the North early. So this is one of the perks of clinching the North early. Not only did you get to raise the banner without anybody there, you get to sit players. All right, but here's the other side. We can force Dallas into having to play that game, force them to incur the risk. Force them to have to play at 4 o'clock versus Lions have lost, Lions laid down. They can go out there with their schwanzes in their hand. See, I, I look, let's hear from You know, we can go back and forth. I'm sorry. But, I, but, I, but I, Mike, I turned but, it into. No, no, but here's the thing. As much as yeah. you like to think that, oh, we're going to force Dallas, Dallas is scoreboard watching Philly because that game's at the same time. That's who they're concerned about. They're not concerned about you, Detroit. That's a dirty little secret, but they don't care. Nasty. Let's go to Kyle, ninety-seven-one. What's up, Kyle? How are you? What's up, guys? Hey, I'm. Uh, How you doing? I'm with. I'm. I'm good, man. I'm on. I'm on Team Rico and uh, and Dan Campbell, not Mike and Dan Gamble on this one. I, uh, <laughs> okay, tell us why. That's funny. I, I feel like. I feel like guys. I'll start with Campbell. I feel like as the head coach and the rest of the coaching staff, you should know the guys that you feel you can sit and who will still be ready to go after having a week off versus guys that need to go out there. You know, guys like Aleem and Deuce, you know, I'm going to let Montgomery get a, a couple series, right? He's close to 1,000 yards, maybe even Gibbs. But J-Mo, Ragnall, some of those other guys that are banged up and could use the time off, I'm not, I'm not sending them out there because whether we win or lose, we're likely the three seed because if I'm not mistaken, Dallas and Philly have to lose for us to move up to two. Yeah, they do. Right, but, but okay, and, and listen, I totally understand it. I have, I just hate the idea of a team finally tasting success, acting like they're the establishment when they're not. But you might be right, and maybe it all plays out, and we're all going to walk down the road together. That's why no one's yelling about. Let's go to Stefan, 97.1. What's up, Stefan? How are you? Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Same to you. Uh, So I I am with Mike on this one. The last caller said, you know, we need to know what play, you know, we know the players and, um, their capabilities with it. What what player on this team 
has been in the playoffs or has playoff experience. One, Jared Goff, maybe. Um, in, in the last game they played, uh, they didn't play. They didn't play a very clean game. Their offensive line struggled. Jared Goff struggled. Sam Laporta struggled. So I, I, I just think they need some momentum going into this game. Um, they'll have two, they'll be playing two games at Ford Field in a row. Um, I, I agree with Mike. I just the idea of resting these players um, who have not been all these other top teams, wrinkled that you say are uh, that are resting their players. They've been there before. The Trent Williams, the McCaffreys, the you know um, the players with Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. Right. So they're battle tested. No, they've no, been there. But Stefan, I would simply say if that's the case and you've never been there before. It's like the first time you bet at a craps table. You just bet what the people, the veterans are betting, and you'll probably win. Sure. You follow what right. these other right. teams are doing because they're doing it for a reason. Right. Well, I, what I think is going to happen, I, I do think they're going to play their play. I think they're going to pull players. Um, I, you know, Dan Campbell said we're going to go with our guys, go with our guys, but I do think they will pull players as the game progresses, especially on the offensive line. But – how many games has the Lions had this year where they had a full complement of, of their offensive linemen? I think they need to, they need to play together. Um, just, you know, it's, it's just one more opportunity to get some momentum. I, I do I, – I agree with you guys where it goes you know, both ways. Um, but I, I've always been about having momentum and playing the guys. But I, I will uh, listen, and I appreciate you guys. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, same, yeah, same deal. It, 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 there is no right or wrong answer, but I will right. say beating the Vikings gets you nothing. Lies. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, yeah, you beat a bad Nick Mullen-led Minnesota Viking team. Okay. And? But I'd rather have, because as you said, other than last week, when that entire offensive line is healthy, you win. So, if anything, Ragnow and Decker, you're not out there. I need you healthy for the week after. That game matters. This game means nothing. This game. So, would it be? Go ahead. No, like, would it be similar to? Winning a natty that the NCAA is going to vacate? Oh, wait, is this on? I'm sorry. That's, That's a flag. Terrible. What's Just your making experience? making sure you're there. Just making sure you're there. Everybody calm down. Hope you're enjoying Houston. Relax. Oh, see you, 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 you. Nothing better than David telling me I'm hot. Except he just means my microphone is on. All right, let's get to it. Is it prop bets? Is it football today? Is it both? Gentlemen, floor is yours. I don't understand. What happened to all that money? Over, under, one and a half. I could still make money for all kinds of people back home. Rico's Prop Bet Casino. Uh, Michael, not only are you hot, but it is the Prop Bet Casino. Mm. All right. Mm. You guys ready? Yes. It's been a while since we've all been in the same room to do this. It, it, right. It, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm ready. Like, we're back. All right. I'm, I'm actually ready to be terrible at this again. Let's go. Well, being that Dan Campbell is going to be Dan Gamble, and he's going full bore with his starters, over under Jared Goff touchdowns, one and a half. Wow. I'll go, I'll go under more of a battering Ram game. I'll go under. Yeah, under for the sake of his health, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say over because he's going to be Dan Gamble and he's going to get a chance to do it. So over. David, I'm going to say under because I think it'll be more of a ball control. Your running backs will score a lot more. More receiving yards. 
the angry Amara St. Brown or Justin Jefferson? Wow, 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 wow. Um, I'll go, hmm, I'm going to go Jefferson. I, I just feel like he'll have, you know, one big Nick Mullins 50-yard completion. I'm on Robbie, one of the guys that get out of the game if it gets out of hand. I- I'll go Jefferson. Yeah, Mike, you just said it. I'm on Ra won't be playing much of the second half, so I'll say Jefferson. No, you're wrong. I'm on Ra will be playing the entire wow. game. He's 10 away right now. Uh, from leading the league in receptions, and CeeDee Lamb still has to play on Sunday. I think St. Brown's going to go crazy. He's going for 20 receptions, so he's going to get the yards. Oh, my. So he's, yes, it's going to be Brown. Yeah, David, I'm with you. I, I think he's on a mission to prove everybody wrong. You should have put me on a meaningless Pro Bowl roster so that I can go out to Orlando and play flag football. But he won't. Everyone is just so surly. Right. Minnesota Viking turnovers. The Lions have had six turnovers over. in the last. Okay. Mike's just going to take It's Nick over. Mullins. His middle name is turnover. Over. Okay. I'm going Kenny, over as just, well. Okay. Don't you don't want to know. Okay. Yep. Wow. Kenny doesn't want to hear the number either. All right. You know what? David I don't over. either because wow. the Lions have four in the last game. So I'm going to go with over. Okay. Mullins has got such a punchable face. You have to bet the over. I guess I did a bad job of this then since you guys didn't even want to hear the number. What is the number? Three and a half. One yeah, and a half. Over. over. I had three and a half, but you guys all took that. No, it's really two and a half. Oh, all right. But I'm still going to. I'm going to take the under. Detroit's own K.J. Osborne touchdown over under .5. Under. Lions 52, mini Vikings 3. It could be a garbage time type of deal. I'll go over. If it's garbage time for them, it'll be like Addison. It won't be him, so I'm going to go under. No, I'm going to go with you, Kenny. I'm going to go over. He's going to be back in town. He's going to want to do something, improve a point. Uh, David Montgomery, touchdowns, over, under, .5. Over. Yeah, he'll hammer the ball in at least once. Over. I'm going to go under. David, you went under. Okay. You know what? I think that um, I'm going to go under as well. I think he'll run the ball a lot, but I think other people will steal the touchdowns from him. Speaking of other people, Jameer gives all-purpose yards, rushing and receiving, over under 128 and a half. All right, hold on. Repeat the first part of this. I apologize. Jameer Gibbs, all-purpose yards, rushing and receiving, over under 128.5. Wow. I got to go under. That's a huge line of scrimmage game. I'll go under. Yeah, that's a huge number, and I feel like if they have a decent enough lead, you won't see much of them in the second half, so I'll say under. No, I'm going to go over because he's 85 yards away from rushing for 1,000. So then he'll get some receiving yards. So I'm going to go uh, over. See, David, it was, we, we're reading the same magazines here. Okay. Rico, do you get a sense David doesn't like us? I'll tell you very surly to start this show. Well, it's, it, he does come across a little James Costa-ish. Like, well, you people should really listen to me. I know, folks. That's right. I got a Chippewa degree. Uh, over, under, Hendon Hooker snaps. Under. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll say under as well. Wow. I'll say over. I don't even know what the number is. I'll say over. Over, under, hand and hooker snaps. One and a half. Yep, over. Oh, over. oh no, I answered too fast. Over. Oh, no. <sighs> I, Kenny, hold I want to talk to Kenny. I don't want to talk to you two. I feel like you're ganging up on us. <laughs> Kenny, not, you didn't let yes, me sir. finish. <laughs> I just, uh, bad judgment. Kenny. I feel like we did a scenario? bad job on this one, Mike. <laughs> Is there a scenario where the final series is Hendon Hooker? The last drive, the last offensive yeah. possession of the game for the Lions, yeah. probably. Come on. It's you and I talking. There's All a, right, there's a non-zero over. chance. There is a non-zero chance. I, if I would have All right, I've met with my wartime consigliere. We're going over. Yep. Uh, David, you and I, a little sidebar. Do we allow these two? Because they were so cocky and arrogant. Yeah. Wait they a minute. Didn't, hey, hey, hey. It's just me and David. They, Mike, this is the Black Council. Yeah. They didn't need to know. Didn't need it. Yeah, their arrogance, I think, prevents them from changing their vote. So I think they're under. Oh, you. But you know what, David? <laughs> I'm feeling benevolent. I'm I'll, not. I'll allow okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. I'll allow it. They could both go over. I'm, I'm mean and surly, so no. Well, you sold your soul. We found that out at the beginning of the show. Ain't that the truth. All right, let's go to Monday's. <laughs> let's go to the Monday national title game. Yeah, let's. Let's over, do a little advanced scouting, if you will. Over, under, Michael Penix touchdowns, two and a half. Under. Hard to throw three TDs when you barely get three possessions. That's their only offense, though. I think he gets exactly really three. Yeah, I think he gets really, exactly three. Really isn't, but okay. <laughs> no, they, it, that isn't just their offense. Right. So I'm going to go under. He may get two, but that's it. All right. Yeah, David, I'm going to go. Actually, I'm going to go over because I think this is his. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I should have won the Heisman game. Donovan Edwards. You know him. Oh, see, you, 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 you. Over, under. 0.5 touchdowns in this game. Under. Has Donovan Edwards even played this season? Wouldn't know. Under. Don't I always go over with this one? Isn't this the prop that I always just lock in the over? Mm-hmm. It'll hit. Give me the over. <laughs> okay, you going over? Final try. I'm going to go over. <laughs> okay. I am with you, Mike. I am going under. Rome Adunze, touchdowns over under .5. Over. When they need a play, like when it's the desperate moments, when they need a play, it's Penix to Adunze, and they connect. It just, it's a thing. It's real. Jim Costa with a power stat on cash the ticket about it. Shameless promotion. I'll go over. Plus, it's Rico's favorite player, and he deserves some joy on Monday night. Yeah, who am I to go against uh, Jim Costa and his smarm? I'll take the over. I don't want to go. I'm going to go over. That's it. By the way, Kenny, I got to play something for you when we're off the air. We oh, we got Jim on a hot mic during the pod. Oh, oh buddy, no. it's going to make it, it's going to make a good drop. I'll don't ask worry. Kevin for yeah. it for sure. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, Michigan halftime total points over under. Just Michigan, 16 and a half at halftime. Over. Over. I think they will score every time they touch the football. 
Yeah, but if they're draining clock and controlling T.O.P., they might not score that much. So I'll say under. Yeah, I think they get 14 by halftime. They don't get 17, so I'll go under. Well, uh, if it's 14 at half, it's game on. Wow. Yeah. I would love to see that. That'd be fun. I'm with you. For I, me, selfishly. I, I think that it is under as well. Blake. Are you just going to buy UW season tickets at some point? Can we just get to that? Over like under. over under games Rico attends at Husky Stadium next fall. Like, can we just set the over Wait, two and a half? This this demand that everything I do over under, he says under. Mike, over this under. This one would be over. Under. There are two things I'll bet the over on with you. Husky games and prayer. Okay, here's the thing. Michigan, what was their halftime score last week? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Okay, mistakes were made. I know. Uh, Blake Coram rushing yards over under 86 and a half. Over. I could see him getting 30 carries. Over. Yeah, it's a bell cow kind of game. I'll say over as well. Yeah, they don't have a backup, so over. Wow, slanderous. You know what? I'm going to go under, but here's why. I really think they're going to try to focus and make J.J. the star of this game. And you may get oh, a lot of Blake Corum swing passes coming out the backfield. Oh, that would be such a mistake. They, if they do that, they're in trouble. No, no, I'm saying, but the, the, the short game hit like they did on that fourth and two. So I'm going to go under. Finally, Dylan Johnson. Actually, no. Dylan Johnson touchdowns over under .5. Under. Hard to score a TD when you don't play. He's all kinds of banged up. He'll give it a go and then sit. Under. Yep, same logic, under. No, I went over for under for Penix because Dylan Johnson will get one. At David, least. at least you so, watch some games. Yeah. And finally. Well, hold on. Just a damn minute now. <laughs> Kenny, did you hear what this man just said? Slanderous as usual. Has he been hanging out you with that Costa get- guy? Bro, you don't get to put cyanide in the punch bowl. That was an unbelievable remark by you. All I said is the kid is really banged up, and Michigan doesn't let you run it. I I don't think that was slanderous or, quote, didn't watch games. How dare you? Very sensitive today. (laughs) You know what? Go get a slice of Sbarro's. You'll be okay. Wow. That's America's (laughs) pizza. Uh, Finally, this weekend, over, under, Total wins for the season for the University of Detroit basketball team, 0.5. They're well, are win- they Owen? They're Owen 16. Will oh they get a win God. this Saturday? Would you look at that? Over under is how much? 0.5. Will they just basically will they win oh, their game? They, yes, they will win a Yes. No, no, this Saturday. Oh no. <laughs> Who are they playing? <laughs> Wait a minute, I had it. Uh, you know what? It, 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 the team is so bad, the music dropped out. Who cares? <laughs> no, they won't win. Move it on. Yeah, it's losing streak season <laughs> under. Under. Yep, I'm going under as well. That's... And Rico killed the Prop Bet Casino. <laughs> That's your Prop Bet Casino 97.1. All right, got some fun notes. Lions, stat-wise for the finale against the Vikings. If you're like, where's the Michigan talk? It's going to be all Monday show. I just don't see a point in previewing a game that is not till Monday night. It doesn't make any sense. Could you say that one more time, please? (laughs) What are you, Edith from All in the Family? Where's the Michigan? Where's the Michigan talk, huh? To me, it's just... just... (laughs) Oh, Archie! 
It's in Roger's box. <laughs> you know what, David? This is this must be a Troy, New York type of thing. Mike, I was talking to your buddy Max. I'm laughing because he did that same voice last night talking about the Yankees. Oh, it's Susan, it's Susan Waldman. It's just it's absurd. Um, but yeah, no, we'll get to it Monday. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a go blue pep rally on Monday. It's gonna be exciting. Um, I have a couple picks on the board. Before we do, we'll get more of the calls in the three o'clock. David, ticket text coming in. Talk to me. What do we got? I'm with Mike. They need to roll into the playoffs with a win and some momentum. Let's stomp Minnesota's brain in, then rest them in the fourth quarter. Wow. Go to sleep. Here's the thing. Momentum doesn't carry in the playoffs. If that's the case, the Super Bowl will be one seed versus one seed every year. Play them all. Slaughter Minnesota. Make Dallas have to win anything to mess with Dallas. Yet Dallas doesn't care about you. Dallas is looking at what's happening with Philly and the Giants. I agree with you both, though. Treat this game like a preseason. You play them a little bit, and then you rest the players. I can live with that. So, agree with Mike. Keep them on a winning beat. Mike, consider resting Ragnow, though, depending on where he is with his injury. That is Mark from and Ann Arbor. Clearly, if I'm with Rico 100% on the following, if you have guys that are genuinely playing in pain, playing hurt, those guys you want to give a week to. I would never argue otherwise. If it's a playoff game, that's different. If you're able to walk, you're able to play. This is not that. Uh, let's go on the board. I got a pair of plays. See if I can get you guys to agree to either one of them. This is a game that requires a bar of soap. You're going to do it? You're going to do it now? Hello. Hello. Good teams win. Great teams cover. On the board. Powered by FanDuel. So the last time we talked, we covered by the skin of our teeth. I gave out the Oklahoma State-Chicago State at 18 and a half. Oh, yeah. Chicago State was on a back-to-back. They won by 19. By the time the game went off, it was 19 and a half. So hopefully you got it early. Otherwise, you took an L. Let me offer you a few things in the National Basketball Association. Light card in college tonight. Two notes. One. I think the Wizards are interesting, catching 10.5 tonight in Cleveland. Still no Darius Garland. Still no Mobley. Wizards have been frisky. 10.5 just a massive line. And as bad as the Wiz are, they're healthy. I think the 10.5 there is interesting. And I want to give you the other, Rico. I just think the, the, the marketplace has it's gone way too far. If you guys haven't paid attention, the Indiana Pacers are an offensive machine. And their totals are normally in the 240s, meaning it's a race to a 120. They play at an offensive pace that would make the seven seconds or less Suns blush. Tonight's total against Atlanta is 263. 263. (laughs) I, I, I have to take a stand somewhere. No more. I I think there's going to be no more. I don't. Earth is betting the over. I think you want to go on the other side. Bet under 263. I just, Rico, at a certain point, you can't be betting on teams to get to 130 points each. You know what I'm saying? I I just, I got to draw a line in the sand here on this one. 
No, Mike, I, that one I agree. All right, I got a couple of uh, couple of bets for you. Ooh, you want a prop? Let me throw you a prop since okay. you're the you're the best at these. Jalen Duran. I gave this out the other night on the pod. Duran points plus rebounds. The other night it was twenty three and a half. He got I think twenty seven or twenty eight. He's been a machine. They're playing the Warriors tonight. Mm-hmm. Duran points rebounds combo twenty five and a half over. Yeah. Yeah, I would take the over yeah. for that. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. No, no, no. I had uh if you want to go with tonight's game, I can give you a parlay. The Steph Curry parlay doesn't pay out that much. It's plus one oh four. I mean, yeah, one oh four. It's basically Curry to score thirty points and and Curry to make four more three pointers. Plus one oh four. Man, oh man. Son- they have got his numbers priced. Yeah, they Oof. do. Not a lot of value there, but there there is value in some Sunday games. Let's go to Chicago Bears at Green Bay. Jaden Reed, anytime touchdown. Justin Fields, anytime touchdown, plus 477. Any thoughts on Illinois plus 10.5 at yes. Mackey Arena tonight? I was That was going to be mine because Purdue has played close with every ranked opponent they've played. They haven't blown anyone out, so I'm going to definitely, yeah, Illinois. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want scared the rap of Maggie, line of the night? Rico, that's why. David, everybody's afraid of, the... of Mackey. Go ahead, Mike. Here's your rat line. Stay away from this game. UConn, number six. Freight train. Laying four and a half at Butler? Is what? that the system? No, it ain't the system. It's called scary, and I'm staying away from it, so be careful tonight with that. Nah, this, this, is, um, this is Pierre Brooks going out there. Getting it done. David, okay, don't do it. then. Don't do it. I don't it. think anyone knows who don't Pierre Brooks it. is. Why not do it, Rico? Okay. Plus ten and a half? Purdue has not dominated any ranked opponent this year. It's been hey, you want to hear my Kenny imitation? Yeah, Illinois is minus well, their star player. I, mean, I won't you say Kenny. why. You can Google it, but they're minus their star player. He's up on charges. Right. I mean, it, it's you know, it's okay. It's You could say it. It's, it's real. He's up on charges. You know, guys... The NHL plays 14 games one night and three the next, and I I, I don't like anything tonight. I'm going to pass. There's three That's games. Am I Co- wrong Coach K, is that, that you? <laughs> Coach K? Mike? Why am I Coach K? How no, did that happen? Mike. No, I know Imitating that. you. <laughs> Why? Why? Hold on. You want, you want Kenny's head to explode? Yeah. Hey, Kenny, how about the Blackhawks plus 380 tonight? <laughs> no, you have every right to pass. There's three games, and they feature three big favorites that are unbettable, and I really I couldn't be involved with the underdogs unless Kenny wants Bedard on a back-to-back as the, they played the Rangers last night. Come on, Kenny. Absolutely not, but if you do want to join me and Evan in what we're betting right now, you can live bet the World Juniors in hockey. Over mm. six and a half goals, you can get a pretty good value. Be careful. Right you may end up hating America. I ah. witnessed it yesterday. Ah. I like whoever scores, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Kenny was just Where flat. are the world juniors in this application? Like, where do you even find this just stuff? Go to the hockey section. It's right there. What, where is this NHL? I-I-H-F juniors. It's their own uh, tab. Guys, I'm not BSing you. I, I may have. Do I have a faulty app? I don't even know if I have access to this. Oh, unless you can't bet it there. What do you mean? I'm in America. No. Hold on. What is this thing called? No, 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 no. Different states allow you to bet on different things. Oh, what's this called? The World Juniors? 
Yeah, I championship. I I H F juniors. Yep. It's it's the second third tab. I I H F I I H F. It's spelled I I H F. I got Stu Gatz over here. This is I like the nothing. commercial trying to explain. No, you don't need to hold the camera like this when you take a selfie. <laughs> right. The waiter doesn't need to know your name. <laughs> All right, that is on the board. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, 3 o'clock. Good to have you with us. Lions, Vikings, the, the grand finale before the playoffs. How do we approach it? Also, some interesting numbers uh, and just milestones that, that are on the line. So, look, from a how-we-play-it standpoint, and I'll get to Troy Weaver at four. I'm not going to upend my positive afternoon. Um, I want to play everybody. I think Dan Campbell's got the right approach. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to that at four. Um, 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 I, I want to play everyone. I think Dan Campbell's comments, I think the way this team got screwed, I, I think it's important to get it back on track. And look, it's a divisional opponent that I don't, I want you to be the last thing they see before they go to sleep. So I'm playing. And Rico, not that it's right or wrong, it is a different viewpoint. Rico says, sit everyone. You don't play anyone. You just rest, no risks, let's roll. Like, there's nothing to be earned here. Now, I will tell you, you sit everybody, you probably lose the game, and then you have a 0.0 shot of getting to the two seat. Okay. Remember, those games are at four. So I would play, and I'm playing my people. Go ahead, Rico. What? No, no, no. But you play, and someone gets injured, and you still don't get the two seed. What did you gain? Man. Things. So, look. Let's talk about it, people. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Now, here are some of the, not you know, milestone things. And you can, if you're not interested in this, that's fine, too. But you have a chance at doing something really rare, which is a pair of 1,000-yard backs. David Montgomery comes into the game, 975 yards. Jameer Gibbs, 950 yards, 915. So you got a chance for a pair of 1,000-yard backs. You have a tight end. This is the most stunning one, okay? And no, I don't think he'll get the record. Uh, the record for a rookie tight end is 1,076. 
I don't. I don't. Who was that? I don't think it was Kyle Pitts. That was Dicka. Uh, but uh, wait, Dicka, real Dicka? Yeah, Man. Dicka. Mini bears. Dicka. Uh, Laporta <laughs> has eight sixty, so he's a hundred and forty away from a thousand yard season as a rookie tight end. And then Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, one hundred and twelve catches, ten off CD Lamb for the league lead. But I mean, milestone putting up one hundred and twenty catches. He's had an unreal season. Man. So just some milestones that are there. What the what is that? <laughs> what am I losing my mind? Man. Is that you? Say it how you want to say it, Mike. Hi, TJ. What's going on? <laughs> no, just, we're just we're trying to figure out if you knew I was here or not. That's all. No, we're listening. Well, Mo, I'm I assumed the, I'm you just vaped out and weren't going to show up. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just thought, you know, vaped out on us. You'd had enough, and then that was it. I, how are you, bud? I'm oh, that's sorry, next pal. week. That's next week. No, we're good, that's, Mike. We're good. I, I was enjoying the. Uh, I, I was enjoying the, uh, the the list you were you were giving out. Here for the front well, row seat, some, man. Enjoying it. Some stuff. fun stuff. Good so stuff. tell me where you're at as a player with the rest thing. You know, are you Team Rico, Team Mike, or are we both crackheads? No, I think you're both correct. I I, I don't think that you have to look. The biggest thing that you can do coming out of this game is stay healthy. The second biggest thing you can do is come out with a win. Um. So if you have guys that are beat up, you, you sit them down. Frank Ragnow, we know, has been dealing with a toe injury for two years, right? Decker is an old guy, older guy, right? Uh, Jamison, we know, is beat up. Laporta's, you could tell, was banged up after the game, but on the injury report. If those guys are banged up, you're going to need those guys next week, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't take any chances with them. However, I think that this rest narrative has – a different tone to it when you say, you know what, we're going to rest guys. That basically, a lot of people think, hey, we're just going to lay down. We're going to run out there, do some cute things, and you know what, other team, you guys go ahead and win the game. I think that's what a lot of people think when when you hear coaches say, we're going to rest players. I, 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 however, think that with this team you know, and, and the youth that they have and the inexperience that they have when it comes to big-time games and playoff games, um, that you need to try to do everything possible to keep momentum going into the playoffs. Uh, I've been a part of both where, you know, we've sat a bunch of starters. Uh, Mike, you'll remember this one, 2011. We were 15-1 and one up there in Green Bay. We sat a bunch of guys last week. What happened the Uh-oh. first playoff game? We got blew out by the Giants. Uh, I've been a part of you other teams. to see it. Right. I've been part of other teams where – uh, we rested guys and we came out, man, and and we're on fire, right? So I don't. Uh, what I'm trying to say, but I don't think there's any magic recipe. I just think with this specific team, no, no, no TJ, y- you have to keep, you have to try to keep the motivation, at least the momentum rolling into the playoffs. Certain guys, you don't need to see them out there. Yeah, I don't so, need to see Frank Ragnow go prove himself. And, right, I, Ragnow know, win a bunch of one on ones. I know what he can do. I leave Decker. You know what? You're on the sideline too. Don't need to see you out there. You're more important for us two weeks from now. Golf. You're on a short leash. You're going to go out there, maybe get a quarter, and then I'm pulling you from the game because if we lose you, it changes everything. So there are some, and, and Aiden Hutchinson as well. You're not going to – it's not like you're up for a record or anything. So, son, I'm going to go out there. You may play a half, but the second half, I don't need you out there as well. I don't need you rolling an ankle. I don't need any of that. You're too valuable. I'm not saying sit everybody. I'm saying sit your key players down. See, I would sit the key players that are battling through something pre-existing down. Um, and I would dangle a carrot for the rest of the guys. Say, you know, you want to go put a put a sweatshirt on and a hat on, you know, on the sideline? 
get up three go, touchdowns. Go, go up 30 points in the second half, and we'll, and we'll shut you guys down. Go grab a Gatorade bottle. Go question. Could Dan Campbell just go to the guys and go, look, here's here's the deal, man. Just, just win this game by at least four points for the people of Detroit. Could you do that? Because we may or may not be laying three. Could we do that? And, and, and you know, even... <laughs> For the Cash the Detroit. ticket. For the Download it wherever Detroit. you get your okay. podcast. I see where you're going that way. Yeah, I was about to say it always and, comes and, back know, to that. Here's even the thing, too, that I think we could all agree is very unlikely that Philadelphia and Dallas are both going to lose. Correct. Um, I actually have think there it's been likely the Eagles do. I think the Eagles are cashed out and a mess, and the Giants are a bunch of try-hard boners. I agree with you on me. that one. And PJ, also the, the Dallas the, one. PJ, I mean, PJ, PJ, stop. I'm not, I'm no, not no, no. saying you don't, it's probable. No, no, no. don't fall weirder for what he's have, doing. Weirder things have happened. He's, no, don't fall for what he's doing. You know what what's he's more saying. probable. You know who Philly's what's playing, more playing, Hold on. What's more? Gentlemen, a simple question to test TJ's resolve. What's more probable, the Commanders beat the Cowboys or the Huskies beat the Wolverines? The commanders beating the Cowboys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's what what I did I get it right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, but you I'm, got I'm it saying, right. Like there's, there's still a part of you that holds out hope. No, I, I don't think anybody yes. down there is saying, oh, man, we're going everything. We're going, you know. Everything to the wall for the two seed. The guys down there probably get it. We need a whole lot of help. We don't need. We don't need one thing to go our way. We need three right, different I, things to go our TJ, way. TJ, I look at what other it's probably player. not going to happen. But we're still. We still got a shot. It's not an exact science, but I do like the Rams. The Rams have pretty much said, Detroit, Dallas. We don't care. We're not playing anybody. We're in the playoffs. I want everybody healthy. We'll see somebody in two weeks. They have an opportunity. San Francisco has said we're not playing anybody. This game is yours if you want it. Nah, we good. We're going to sit our guys as well. Yeah, but I I also think with that matchup, and I heard, I think it was Rieger talking about, oh, McVay doesn't want to play in Detroit. He wants to get the sevens. Well, I, I don't know how he spun it. Uh, when you look at that individual matchup, though, that's obviously a division matchup. Uh, both teams are in the playoffs. I think there's a lot that goes into that where neither of those te- two teams, you're talking about the Rams and Niners, want to show the other team anything when they could possibly have a rematch themselves. Okay, what are you going to show that they weeks? don't know already? Well, you haven't played each other in a while. I mean, San Fran and, and the Rams played yeah, what, early the, in the season, right? So the I NFL. think that go- Everybody no, knows think, everybody's plays. I, well, okay, but there is something to be said. When you, You're telling me if the Lions go into Dallas next week, they're not feeling confident based off of how they just played them this previous week? Like there's something with with there's a relevancy about the timing which you play teams. You know what I'm saying? You we just played Dallas. We know exactly what they are. There's your preparation completely changes going into that week. It's not a bunch of unknowns. Oh man, I haven't played Micah Parsons since week two, or right. I haven't played these guys since last year. No, I just played them two weeks ago. I'm comfortable. I know what I'm going to get from these guys. It allows you to adjust your preparation a little bit. That's where I think when you talk about the Rams and Niners kind of both sitting guys, obviously the Ram or the Niners have the one seed locked up. There's no motivation for them. But I think there is a part of gamesmanship that says we don't want to. We might see them again in a, a week and a half, another week. Like I, I don't want them to know what Aaron Donald is functioning at right now. If he's eighty percent, if he's ninety percent, I don't want them to know that. So I think a lot of that goes into the, the the thought process of playing guys, not playing guys. Is also coaches would be lying to you if they told you they weren't looking a week in advance and trying to predict matchups and what are we going to see here? What are we going to see there? They're trying to, they're trying to skew all those things in their brains. And I think that when you specify the Niners 
in the Rams matchup. I think some part of that has to be in that thought process. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Here's, here's the other thing, and I like I said, this one is probably the dumbest take I have today, but I, I just feel like the culture you're trying to build here, like you're not the Niners, you're not the Ravens. You haven't earned the right to sit people. And Campbell, with this all-out approach, you know, high-octane fuel, like it would go against everything this dude believes in to just sit everybody. And, TJ, laugh or agree, I don't know. I, I The fact that it's a divisional opponent, Oh, no, no. I want to be the last thing they see before yeah. they go to sleep forever. Yeah. I want to put you down. Yeah. And no. it matters to me. I'm definitely with you. And winning 12 games matters. Uh, asserting your dominance over the division matters. And I think that not only this season, but, you know, I'm I, I, I'm trying to look at the bigger picture, right? When the offseason comes and you're trying to attract free agents and you're trying to get guys in here, look what we did. This is a resume builder, right? If you go out there and say, hey, 12-win team, man, look what we got. Uh, there's a lot of little things that play into it as well. Yeah, so, but a 12 win, no, no, TJ, a 12-win team sounds great, but you know what else sounds better? Hey, we win in the playoffs. So, yeah, you won 12 games. I'd rather say, hey, we. you come to Detroit, look, we're building something. We're winning playoff games now. The playoff game means much more than this game against Minnesota. Yeah, like, I, I agree I, with you. I, we, I think we agree. all agree, but I I'm think saying, in order to get to that point, you're there I already. think resting guys is – for this particular team, I don't think is the right recipe. I still think you can go out and know what, no matter who you play next week at Ford Field, you're going to beat. And if you go back to Dallas or, you know, Dallas gets upset, whoever you play again, I think you're going to have a chance in every single game. I just don't think that heading into the playoffs, coming off of a week of rest with a lot of your most important players uh, is a great recipe. When you have this team full of inexperience, playoff games when you have this team a lot of young players that are playing meaningful snaps for them I think they need to know what it feels like to keep stacking positive performances on top of each other and and Rico I'm biased and I admit it like I'm admitting the bias like when TJ told that story about 2011 um or you go back to the Colts when they had Peyton Manning a couple of times and like I there is a thing that when teams rest players something happens 
and I don't know what it is, but it's like a rhythm gets broken. It's like it. I just no, I don't but, love it. No, no, Mike. I I understand because people will point back to when uh, the Titans beat the Ravens, but I think. We only focus on the times where you rest people. You don't focus on right. the times where teams got rested and then they went out there and rolled the opponent because it doesn't fit the narrative. So you don't remember that. You true. remember the That's outlier stuff. Yeah, true. and I, I think veteran teams like San Francisco can afford to rest players because, because they've they had a lot know of guys with a ton of experience that were just in the NFC Championship hey, you game. you got a guy that ago, went right? to the Super Bowl. Right here, yeah, one as your quarterback. Guy, exactly, one guy. How, how, many, guys, one, how, how many guys in San Fran need one leader? One year ago. One leader. That's, that's all was, you need. Wow. It's Jared wow. Goff. Let's okay, go. Okay, well, William uh, Wallace I mean, is our quarterback. <laughs> okay, then. There's no right, proven recipe. Gonna... I think we're all kind of in the same spot. Look, come out of the game healthy. Try to win the game. Those are the biggest two factors, I think, that I want to see this weekend. All right, let's get some of the people. David, a few ticket texts. I'm just amped up to hear Rico and TJ yell at each other more. Always exciting and satisfying. Then you should and have been, been, Yeah, you should have been here in the break. Yeah. We were going over what NFL happened? rules. Uh, uh, I, you know what? TJ, I tried to TJ stay believes, away from it. No, TJ believes that if you fumble the ball out of the end zone, you need to be punished because it's sacred ground. I do. I think that scoring a touchdown is sacred territory. If you fumble, If you're so loose with the ball, you fumble out of the end zone, you should get punished. Now, if you want to say, hey, let's meet in the middle somewhere, the other team gets the ball, and but instead of a touchback where you start at the 20, you got to start at the 1, I'm fine with that. But I, 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 this whole nonsense of, oh, it's a dumb rule, shouldn't happen. Look, you fumble out of the end zone, you deserve to be punished. That's how I look at it. And Rico disagreed with me. We had a very polite back and forth about the conversation. Oh, I don't know where you sit. Only broke a few chairs. I think you need to be punished. <laughs> I think you absolutely need to be punished fumbling in the most sacred area of the football field. I, um, for me, the thing that I'm more passionate about is getting rid of the brotherly shove. I, it's not a football play. It's a rugby play. It's a Get it out of this sport. I can't stand it. It's a, it's a football play because it seems like only the Eagles can run it. No one else can. Well, it's ironic. It's the only thing they do well. You just <laughs> hate to see it. <laughs> I'm surprised it's taken so long for somebody to figure out how to, like, come close to attempting to stop it, though. But, but, but what are you TJ, supposed to do? Is, I, would line up, I would line up five guys in the A-gap and over the center, and I would have five guys behind them shoving them. The funny That's is, what I would the, do. The, the best alternative I've seen, I think, was actually Rutgers football, where they line up like they're going to do the shove, and then they pass it back again to the running back, and he just takes it and runs with it. While the quarterback yeah. goes up in the middle of the line. Oh, there's a couple plays. We saw Chicago when Detroit played him. They tried a little sweep to, I think, DJ Moore that got blown up. But yeah. No, I think, I, look, I, I'm with you. It's not an appealing play to look at. Um, for Is Philly, it something as a lineman that you would enjoy seeing called? Because it looks like hell. No, I mean, it, but if I'm on Philly, I probably feel a lot better. I was about to say, at, I have, at that point, it's bravado. It's like, yeah, else. you can't stop this. <laughs> TJ has an offensive lineman, yeah. and you were running that thing at Green Bay. You would be like, you can't stop us, yeah. and you know it's coming. You don't enjoy doing it, but you know when. But, you, but, but they're, like, they're like 55 of like 56 running it. But I it's mean, the smarm of knowing. Yeah, it's God, the attitude. Hey, guys. Hey guys <laughs> it's the blood and we're, sweat we're, and the snot. We're about to run this play <laughs> that you can't stop. Try it. Yeah. And, and we're going to hike it on, too. It is uh, visually not appealing to look at. Um, but, no, I don't think it should be taken out just because one team is good at it. Uh, other teams. No, I don't like seeing any it. team do it. No, let me be clear. I don't like any team doing it. And other teams, I don't, I don't, I don't but get it out. There's no other teams that are nearly as close as good as doing it as Philly is. So mm -hmm. now it kind of feels like you're punishing one team. If yeah. every single team was doing it with 
99% you know uh, conversion rate i think you could make a point to say right. it's the All right, yeah this play we got to change this you can no longer push you know from you can't have the two guys behind the quarterback shoving the pile uh, if you want to do it, just offensive line. I'm fine with that. That's great. But there's other teams that it. clearly have done it that are terrible at it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of no, shows I'm you that fine Philly's got it said. down to a science. Get rid of the idea that we can have several people pushing the quarterback. You want to do a QB sneak, you do a QB sneak. Yeah. None of this nonsense with the with the whole 800 people you know pushing I'm, this I'm guy. I'm with you on that. It, yeah. Reggie Bush would disagree with you, Mike. Well, because I don't even think that you're oh. allowed. I don't think <laughs> defensively you're allowed to push defensive linemen. You used to be able to do that. Extra points in the NFL used to be brutal. You go to line up for an extra point, you got four guys over the guard, four guys over the tackle, and just four guys behind them shoving. And it it was painful. It was terrible. Guys were getting hurt all the time, and they disbarred that. Uh, I don't even think you're allowed to do that defensively. So you're probably you're probably I know you can't the hop over the line and touch somebody on an extra like, point. You can't like if you can jump and not touch anybody, then yes. yeah, extra point you can. But defensively, you know, I would hey, I'd I'd line up four guys right over the center and have four guys right behind him. Hey, if they're allowed to shove the quarterback, I'm allowed to shove my defensive tackle. Try to stop it, but. I'm with you. I mean, it's it's just one of those weird plays because it's just visually it's, it's so damn. Oh, ugly. you know, yeah, they get down. It's, <laughs> once they get to the three yard line, you it's already like ancient, know it's ancient football. That's what it looks like. Hey, real quick, because I I don't I don't I try I wanted to stay away from it because I heard you on Monday talking about it with the guys in the morning and I we, like the Lions got screwed. It was so yeah. stupid. But yeah. like as a player, I mean, you guys dealt with nonsense in Green Bay, a couple of calls, and it's like, what the he- how do you even recover? You played the game. You know you won the game. You have it taken from you. How the hell do you bounce back? Yeah, uh, you know what? That's It's tough to do. Um, but Dan Campbell has a secret recipe for just getting the guys back in uh, into the building. It's almost North Korea, guy. Like, it doesn't matter. This is what we're doing. Today, we're focusing on this, this minute, right? This hour, this day, this is what we're doing. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean it. He's got this control over these guys and. It's not even control, but it's it's almost like a unifying path to where, yes, now we've got something that we can all bond behind again and push us forward again, and we can unite behind. And he he does such a great job of just keeping the guys on a day-to-day task to where, you know, I was even down there on Wednesday uh, just doing some of my pregame stuff, and everybody nobody wanted to talk about it. They're like, we made some mistakes in that game. Boom, we're moving forward, ready to go. And it's almost like, man, like the message is getting down from the top to the bottom about how do we move on from this? And that's Dan Campbell. And that's a lot of the leaders that they have on that team as well um, that are able to do that. And for me, being on the outside, like all of us being on the outside looking in, I think that is an extremely admirable part of what Dan Campbell does is being able to unify his guys, being able to use something as motivation week to week to week and, and day to day and using it as, uh, you know, we're, we're going to turn this into a positive, right? And and it's just it's it's incredible. I think it's incredibly difficult for coaches to keep every every single person on the same page and focused and unified. And this is what we're doing. And this is our motto. And this is what we're going to do this week. And this is a team that seems to do it week in week out. I think it's incredibly. Uh, I, I admire the hell out of it because I was in. And that that's position. why you need to go and hit Minnesota with a garbage can I, right you know in what? the face. That was the first emotion I had after that Dallas game where we were all ticked off was I think I even said it to Dan Miller on the bus I said we are going to beat the hell out of Minnesota next like these guys are going to be so pissed off I I, I, you almost feel like somebody have mercy on Minnesota because this team the way they're feeling right now if they can bottle this emotion and this feeling that they're feeling in this moment right now and take this into next Sunday's game 
it's going to be an absolute bloodbath, and I hope it is. I hope that is the attitude yeah, they and, play and, with. And I think the key is too is just you got to focus on look, just at least win by four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just no, definitely. Out there. I just, you know, and even I don't, I don't want to spend too much time. I just, the, the longer it's this fine. week has gone on, the more upset I've become about that blown call. Just because of all the little intricacies, uh, intricacies, and the and the and the the genius and the brilliancy of the. Well, why did they send Panay Sewell over there? Why did they send Skipper over there? Why did they do this? A lot of it, you're trying in that position, Mike. They they rolled out their first two-point play call, right, with the expectation that Dallas is going to take a timeout. Most teams in that situation want to see your alignment. They want to see the formation. Okay, timeout, let's go talk about it. Lions now roll in their number one play, what they want to go with. They've been working on this. And what defense teams cannot take back-to-back timeouts anymore, right? We know that. That's a penalty. So th- that that play call was designed to put the maximum amount of stress and pressure on Dallas's defense to make sure that they heard the official who said it right. So when you ask about why did they send Decker and Sewell over there, well, what do those guys what what do those two guys have in common? Fifty-eight, sixty-eight. You're talking about a loud environment. If the referee comes up to you and says, "Hey, yeah. 68's eligible," right, and then the safety comes from twenty yards away. Wait, what did he say? Sixty-eight, fifty-eight. Oh, I don't know. Where did Panay Sewell line up in that formation? He was at tight end. So you're putting pressure on Dallas's defense to say, hey, guys, what was it, 58 or 68, right? So, his, so everything about 70? that was I, because he screwed it up. We, we Every bullet point about Brad Allen, how we screwed it up, was already hit, I'm sure, no, with no, you guys, with everybody. No, no, TJ, he screwed it up. What you just said finally made sense because I didn't understand. Why did you have two guys there? Why were you playing the shell game? That makes sense. Yeah. 58-68. Thank you. Because the defense now has to communicate to 10 other guys. But why 70? Because 70's coming, it's, 70 didn't say anything to the official. He's coming up holding his arm up, which is jumbo package, and he's rubbing his belly, which is their big personnel. To, in order to declare eligible to a referee, you have to be in front of him. You have to wipe your chest. You have to verbally tell him. I'm the eligible player. Dan Skipper never did that. Taylor Decker did. I think what Brad Allen reverted back to, and and you can't even say the whole game because Dan Skipper only reported eligible one time that entire game. I think that they do preparation. He does it probably six, seven times a game on normal that he comes in as the extra guy. Brad Allen screwed it up. He looked in the background, saw 70 jogging on. He saw Taylor Decker signaling. In his mind, he screwed up the biggest play of the biggest moment of that game. TJ, I'm going to say this. there's there's so many little geniuses that went into that play that just got stolen from them. That okay. that's what really ticks me. No, off. no, this was brilliant. You 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 know what? You should probably do a podcast or do radio. <laughs> that was brilliant right there. Because you you explained to me something that didn't make any sense. So thank you very much. No, you got it. And I, I know we're we're moved on. It's Friday. Um, but man, I just my, that, that really bo- that really Mike? bothered me the more we went on this week, just because of the little intricacies that were like, man, it's such a good play and. We know how that ended, but hey, we're out of the bike. All right, before we get to the picks, fellas, just I understand, TJ, you're not a basketball guy, and we're not making it a a topic, but just the absurdity. Are you guys up on what Nikola Jokic has done since December 28th? No. I I just don't know if you saw that. All right. Nikola Jokic has only missed five shots total since December 28th. Five. He yeah. is 39 of his last 44, including burying a game winner to beat the Warriors last night. A half-court shot. <laughs> was it? That was one of his makes, a half-quarter? Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it's not like some bum who just catches alley-oops or like a bench guy. Oh, I've hit 12 in a row. Right, but you're a scrub. Nikola Jokic is the MVP, 
double and triple teams. Everybody's on them all game. And mind you, these shots, fellas, he's going to the line 15 times a night. He has missed five total shots since December 28th. It it basically ties Wilt Chamberlain, who played when there was no one else taller than six feet. I just was like, what is even comparable to that in any other sport? <laughs> I, I love Nikola Jokic, just yeah. for the big sloppy kind of – it reminds me of like a Tyson Fury winning the heavyweight boxing. Yeah, like just, I mean, he looks like he a looks ringer. He's like a terrible athlete, but I, he's out there just throwing up shots. I mean, see, it's in. like, yeah, you're a ringer at the playground. You know what? Give me this guy. Yeah. That's who you want? He, he, sure. He makes all his big fellas happy, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it last year when he's sitting up there. They just won an NBA championship. And he finds out from the PR person, the parade isn't until Friday. And he looks over, he goes, no. I'm going home. I have to go home. <laughs> right. No. All right. No. I got to tend to the sheep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. But, yeah. It's just, it's one of those, like, like, what would the football equivalent of what Jokic has pulled off be? Uh, what is the best? Maybe Dallas's no. kicker? Who's made like what third no, Aubrey kicks? No, I was gonna say probably uh Mike, your boy Phil Sims in the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, what was it? Twenty six of twenty nine? I thought I it was twenty six of twenty seven. Yeah, it was like he maybe, didn't, yeah. He, Pull it up. Every every pass was caught. Yeah. But see, you know what T J just said, and it rem- I'm telling you, I feel this in my bones. Oh, Aubrey hasn't missed a kick all year. <laughs> Dead season's over. Like, I can just feel Aubrey going double-doink to miss his first <laughs> kick of the year the same way. What was it, Gary Anderson? Oh, you remember the year it was, yeah, it was Atlanta Moss, versus yeah. Minnesota? He hadn't missed a kick all year long Yeah, until it ended their season. Yeah. And, and, I mean, hell, it was last year Dallas had all those issues in the playoffs, wasn't it? I mean, their kicker missed, like, five kicks in the first game. Yes. Extra points yeah. yes. and field goals and – uh, weird stuff happens in the play. Remember Minnesota, Seattle. This is probably going back maybe six, seven years. Oh my God! Blair was Walsh it Brent missing, Walsh? I think it was Blair, Blair Walsh. Walsh missed like a twenty-two yarder to advance him. Mm-hmm. Like weird things happen in the playoffs. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, I did I, feel like after the Lions got robbed Saturday. <laughs> tell me if this is wrong. I felt like maybe we were spared like a 72-yard Brandon Aubrey field goal for the win. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe like a Justin got, Tucker type yes, thing. Like, <laughs> like this guy sets the record by six yards to, to beat us. Turns around and flexes. We're, maybe we're yeah. spared. <laughs> it's what I couldn't believe, though, is like we all sit here knowing Aubrey could hit something from 65. It's plausible. Oh, easy. And here's Mike McCarthy throwing on second down for no reason. Just, I'm like, Mike, are you aware who your kicker is? Like, why are you such a big dummy? I don't understand Mike McCarthy. I, I love Big Mike. I, I, yeah. I didn't understand that, and then he turned around and said, and how about we just let the Lions go straight to the 25-yard line? <laughs> right, we're going to go prevent. I mean, yeah. they didn't even try. Like, really? Is, is, if I'm golf, I'm like, wait, is it just that? Okay, guys, you know what? Just go right there. They're, they're not guarding us. Okay, sure. Yeah, go for it, Laporta. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. We ain't gonna cover you, Mike. Uh, hey, you, which you, of you missed a dissertation? Uh, TJ broke down that final play, that two point conversion. He should write a I class upon it. Uh, yeah, oh, I was. I know. I I, I know. It, he gave me a private tutoring session on, in the break. So yeah, there was more in the break. Yes, 
He How broke. much more is there? Were you talking about feelings? No, just the whole design and the little details. And I know it. it if we had 10 minutes, I would talk about it. Obviously, I know we're not going to sidetrack the show, but... No, there were You're just fine. so many little details that went into that play that, you know, we talked about a few of them. but That I understand uh, why it was such a trick yeah, play now. Because that, that was a lot of people's yes. question. Why are you sending these guys? Why are you doing this? It's They're all by design. You know what I mean? And well, here's, it's like you, here's the last thing I'll say, and I know Cookies, <laughs> props to Cookies, props to Dan Campbell. I thought the interview Tuesday actually was good. It was healthy for both sides. Hey, you tell me how you're feeling. Come on, be a big boy. Jim put on his big boy pants. Said, "Coach, this is how I feel." I think that they probably gained a little respect from each other. But going for it from the seven was we. I think we can all agree a little risky. But Dan Campbell, to me, is a smart guy. So part of me thinks, is that by design? Is that to get your guys a one play, win it all type of situation? Before you have to do it in the playoffs, right? We might be in this situation where if we don't make it, mm. our asses are going home. Maybe I'm going to stress these guys out, put them in a position to say, guys, this is what it's going to so be right, like in a couple weeks a... from now, right now. I'm just saying maybe yeah. in that split second that he had, okay, I'm probably kicking the extra point, but you know what? My guys need to feel this stress. They what, need to what feel what it's like to touchdown. make. They need to m- m- know what it feels like to make one play to win a game because that's where we're going to be in a couple weeks. So mm. I'm not sold on the fact that it was just Dan Campbell being emotional and riled up after getting robbed as it was, hey, maybe it was Dan Campbell saying, you know what, guys? Boom, we're going to the playoffs. Like, we're going to have to make a play to win a game if we want if we wanted to achieve our ultimate goals. Maybe that whole situation, going for it in that situation, was my design. If that's the case, then he's an evil genius, and I'll stand down. If he really thought that way, because see how I saw it was, he was just pot committed, and we're just going to keep going for it. If it went to fourth and goal from the 50, (laughs) we're still going for it. I mean, look, it could have been, and I'm not talking for coach here. I have no idea. I think this is just kind of my theory on the why he did it. But let's just say you were a coach, Rico, or you were a coach, Mike. If you get a situation, mm. hey, one play from the six-yard line, right, divisional round championship, we got to make this play. Oh, my players haven't been in this situation. Or would you rather have it a second time around? Hey, we've been in this situation before. We know what it takes. It t- it's going to take maximum execution, maximum effort, because we just were in that situation against Dallas a couple weeks ago. We didn't come through, but we See, know what it's going to take now to make the play. Yeah, I know we have a guy no, with no, a little no, bit no. of experience. Here's the thing. If it was a Minnesota game this week, I absolutely agree with you. Last week against Dallas, there was a lot on the line. Yeah, yeah. kick the extra point. Yeah. We'll figure this out next week against Minnesota. Thank How you. About that? Yeah, no, I'm with you, and I'm not making excuses. I'm just trying to think, could that have been just Dan Campbell wanting to put a ton of pressure on his players to see how they shape out before uh, it goes into the playoffs where, you know what, you God miss that help. player going home. God help us. He's going to do something crazy, and it ends their season. Uh, you can fill in for me on that. Or you've got the experience now of you know making or having mistakes in big moments, and maybe you come through next time. And, and maybe we get ways. a kicker at some way. point. Please, please get a kicker you like. Can we do that? Or they All cut right, Riley uh, Patterson. He goes to another team and ends your season. No, stop <laughs> right now. All right, here we go. We'll start out in Houston, Texas. Or as TJ's pod partner likes to say, we're going to Houston, Texas, baby! Um, Washington, Michigan. Yeah! Michigan laying. <laughs> Michigan laying four and a half. We start out with Rico Beard. 
Well, Michael, I think this is easy. I'm going to stick with my godson who I've been riding with all year. Give me UW. Give me Washington. Over to the man in the belt, Kenneth. That's right. I think uh, this will be death by a thousand paper cuts. Michigan will wear them down and wear them down and wear them down. 4.5 is not that many points. I'll take Michigan. Mr. Hatchet Man. Yeah, I don't have to tell you. I'll let this tell you. Go blue. Oh, love it, man! I, okay. I'm, ta- I'm taking Michigan too. I am. I think they've I get got to gain the gain uh, gain on everybody. Okay. I think they've got the recipe to just kind of lean on Washington and wear them out. And you know, I think Michigan's defensive backs match up well with what Washington likes to do, which is live and die by the deep ball. And uh, you know, Will Johnson, I like I like his chances on Romo Dunze. To not to I hope, not shut him down. But I hope a little that bit they just rely on the deep ball. I hope. <laughs> I hope they do too, because I like Michigan's matchup there in the secondary. Give me, give me Michigan. Bring it back. Yay, scumbags. I'll take Michigan. All right, let's go to the NFL. Texans laying one and a half. Traveling to Indy. Winner take all. Rico Beard. I think that uh, Ryan and C.J. Stroud are about to, and Will Anderson are going to all experience what it's like to be in the playoffs in your first year as a Houston Texan. Give me Houston. Kenneth. Yeah, Stroud is making me a big fan. I'm going to say the Texans as well. Wow. Rookie quarterback on the road, winner take all. Okay. David. Doesn't matter. The Texans are different. They're not the same Texans. Let's go, Houston. TJ, why are they slandering the Colts? Well, I know you said rookie quarterback, but Gardner Minshew's on the other side. He's a veteran. He's crafty. He's He's 80-year-old women. Also a third stringer. I mean... Uh, this comes down to which quarterback do I trust more? And I think right now it's C.J. Stroud. I, I, I just think it is. I, nothing against Gardner Minshew. I know he's had a nice season, but Stroud's been the real deal, man. And I think Will Anderson is going I know. to play. I think he's questionable, but I think he makes an impact, too. I've I, I got to take Houston. I think kind of feels like it's a magical season for the Miko Ryans and the young group of guys that got down there. I think they cap it off this weekend. Fine, and I counter with it's a magical year for the Colts. I don't know. I just... It's a rookie on the road in a winner-take-all. I got a problem with it. Give me the Colts. This game, forget it. I don't. I, good luck. <laughs> Atlanta at New Orleans, Saints laying three. Godspeed if you bet this one. Go ahead, Rico. You know, I flipped a coin, and then I realized uh, I trust the New Orleans Saints coach better than the Atlanta coach, who still has taken all year and hasn't figured out that, oh, Bijan is on my team. Oh, mm. I'm allowed to run him. Yeah, give me the Saints. Yeah, I think Rico Kenny. copied off of my notes here. I'm going with the Saints as well. Over to David. Y'all funny. The Saints need this game, and the Falcons don't, which means the Falcons will win this game. Go Falcons. <laughs> wow. TJ. A double reverse oh. with their offensive linemen. That's what the Falcons will do. Yeah. Man, I just have a feeling this is going to be ugly 13 to 14 type of game. Um God, screw it. Give me the Falcons. I just can't trust Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr is a favorite. Awful. Dennis Allen is a favorite. Awful. Then you look at Atlanta, and what Arthur Smith has done this entire year has been awful. It's a Spider-Man meme. I'll just take New Orleans because they're at home. Bears, Packers. Pack lay in three. Rico. I think the Packers need this game in order to get into the playoffs. The Bears want to play spoiler, but the Packers, man, they're killing folks, and I think it's going to be just like last week. They're going to destroy the Bears. Give me the Packers. Kenny? If the Packers need this so badly, why is it only three? I'm going to take the Bears. Well, I think well, it's because it's a divisional opponent. 
Rhetorical question. No, I'm sorry, Kenny. It's not Oklahoma versus TCU. It's not a 17-point line. I think it's like that, Kenny, because the Bears, I think, are going to treat this game like the Lions did last year at the end of the year with the Packers, the Bears, all day. TJ? I'm with you, David. I think the Bears have been playing good football. What, four out of the last five? And, man, they're putting up some points. I got to tell you, I I think I'm going to take Justin Fields. Might be the first time in three years I've ever done this, but give me the Chicago Bears on the road. All right. Give it to me. Thank you, Wojo. I I just, is it really going to be back-to-back years in Lambeau Field with a chance to go to the playoffs that they allow an upstart team to end their year? I, there's enough guys who were on the Packers last year. They should have a real bad taste in their mouth. Give me the pack. Rams, Niners in the laydown bowl. Whispers, Rams are playing no one. Niners playing no one. It is Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Ugh. Niners laying four. Rico. Woof. Yeah, I have no idea this game. <laughs> so I'm I'm just gonna go with the Niners and hope that they cover. Kenny. I think the Niners, no ones are better than the Rams, no ones. So I'll take the Niners laying the four. That's analysis. David. I'm with Kenny. The Rams, nobodies are better. So I'm going with the Rams. My bums are better than your bums. Uh, TJ. Uh, I'm taking San Fran. I think their depth is better. Look, when you look at the Rams, they've got really good pieces. I think the Niners overall are a better team. So I think whoever ends up playing this game for them are just going to be more talented than what – uh, what the Rams throw out. So give me the Niners. Same. And again, the, the the Rams are designed like a fantasy football team, studs and duds. I it, It's just if you take away their couple best players, it is truly reprehensible. Give me the Niners. Eagles laying five and a half, traveling to the Giants. We start with Rico Beard. Uh, it's five and a half. It's the devil's number, Mike. But you know Whore. what? You know what? For you, stop for Big G. This is what you guys will be sounding like after the Eagles not only win but cover. Oh, Shandala! <laughs> Feel that Holy Ghost spirit, Kenny. Eagles haven't looked right. Plus, it's the Devil's number. Give me the G, no. No. man. I hope your roof collapses on you while you sleep, David. Yeah, I treat this game like I did the Falcons and the Saints. The Eagles need this game. The Giants don't. Giants all day. This is what you'll sound like after the game. Oh, God. Oh, please take me now. (sighs) TJ. I got no analysis. Just give me Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. You overgrown cockroach. (laughs) Listen, the Giants have one job. Die! Just lay down and die! Why can't you just die? Don't ruin the draft pick. Lose. Too late. Eagles. Bills lay the two and a half at Miami. Rico, go. You know what? Uh, Miami's going to be playing at home. The Bills are playing for their playoff success, and I think it ends this year. Give me the Dolphins. Incredible. Kenny. I have to believe in the Bills here playing for their success. Give me Buffalo. David? Yeah, this pains me to say this. I know, I know my son is listening. He's a huge Dolphins fan. It's what the, a loser. It's the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not nice when people say mean things, is it, David? What a, ter- what a terrible father. <laughs> Allowing your kids to root for the Dolphins. Yeah, what, what, a, a, what a degenerate what father you are. What an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, Bills, what a... <laughs> 
What a weird situation. Could be the two seed with the win. Could be out of the playoffs with the loss. Look, I, I'm going to go back to what I thought at the beginning of the season, which the Bills might be the most dangerous team in the AFC heading into the playoffs. I think they get it done this week. And I might ruin my pick, but I wouldn't be surprised they're representing the AFC come Super Bowl time either. Wow. Give me the Bills. Look, Dolphins have lost Jalen Phillips, lost Bradley Chubb. O-line's all banged up. They've collapsed. Even when they beat the Cowboys, it was Dallas losing more than Miami winning. I got to go with the Bills. All right, Vikes, Lions. Lions are laying three and a half. Mr. Rico Beard. Um, Mike, I think this I'll is... sit everybody. I would sit everybody, but Minnesota, just not that good with Nick Mullen. I think the Lions will raise a banner again since it's already up. And, Mike, give me. Mm. I love you in the TV commercials. Thank you. (laughs) You like the hard hat? (laughs) Hey, people, here's a hint. They're not the same person. True Just story. something we've discussed before. All right, let's Bad, go to Kenny. Story. <laughs> I'd sit everybody. Dan Campbell is not going to sit everybody because he's Dan Campbell, which means it'll be a big win for the Lions. Give me Detroit. David. It Ooh. doesn't matter what happens, who plays, who doesn't play. Vikings suck. Lions all day. Almost as bad as you as a father. All right, let's go to TJ. Hey, my- <laughs> Hey, Mike, have you ever seen Rico and the hard hat guy in the same place at the same time? I'm just saying. Be careful. Don't make assumptions now, all right? You ever seen them in the same place? Come on now. Be careful. Don't make assumptions. (laughs) They're Uh, not the same person. (laughs) Oh, man. It's going to be a bloodbath. Like, they might rest a couple veteran guys here or there. Uh, I think this is going to be a pissed-off team. I think Lions probably going to win by 30 points. Give me the Lions. Lions for me. Sure, that's the Lions. We're in. Lions, 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 Lions. No one took the Vikings. Those are the picks. Tremendous job, gentlemen. 97-1. April 2017. Who did Michael Penix commit to to play football? Hmm. Um. What conference? Can I get that? Okay. Y- yes, because I'm not here to make you feel bad i just thought this was fascinating the sec would it be old miss no it was tennessee oh. now december of 17 he decommits from tennessee where did he sign to play football indiana correct what happened in october of 18 they pretty much died on the field tours acl good man all right november 19 a was it the shoulder? He got injured again. David, how good is this guy? Dislocates non-throwing shoulder. November of twenty. COVID. Yeah, it was COVID, and he also did he blow out his knee as well. How good is this guy, people? I'll tell you. Correct. Tears ACL. Michael, I'm at the family meetings. October of twenty one. October of 21, what was Still a Hoosier, but what happened in October of 21? He got benched. Dislocated throwing shoulder. Oh, okay. okay. Then he goes to UW, and he's still there, and he gets a discount on afternoon movies. But the <laughs> travels of Michael Penix, 
My God. Oh, and by the way, if you want to know what a joke college football is, Alan Bowman has mm. been granted an eighth year. Wow. Alan Bowman. The guy who was Michigan's backup who never played. The guy who started his career at Texas Tech like 10 years ago. And now he's been Oklahoma State's quarterback. And he played for you in COVID and year off. And Guy's going to be in college for eight years. It makes Tommy Boy look like a Rhodes Scholar. It's unbelievable. Uh, David, do we want to get into the Troy Weaver just for a moment before we do who said it? Sure. Set this up for the people. What do we got? So Troy Weaver. Was, How many cuts? Uh, we have two cuts here. Uh, Troy okay. Weaver wants to uh, empathize with Detroit fans. Then he wants to continue uh, to tell you how. Uh, 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 if I have to hear about cap space that no player will ever want or take and flexibility that you have no effing idea how to use, my head is going to explode. I mean, that is nothing more than corporate buzzwords. Oh, you know, we think we're positioned to keep the company nimble. Shut up. No NBA free agent is taking the Pistons' money. And any player you take who comes here is going to be miserable and look to get out. Why? Because you built this crap. What an insult. It is. Yeah, nice core. You have Cade and you have Duran. There's nothing else here. Don't you dare suggest that Asur is some sure thing. Killian Hayes, hell, Rico's wanted him launched out of a cannon since he was a rookie. And then what? Jaden Ivey, who can't play with Cade. It doesn't work. Hell, the second best player on your team right now is a 35-year-old wing on an expiring contract. Well, do-to-do. Remember when Tom Gore swore change was coming? No, there's going to be urgency. What, 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 What planet? What planet? Did you see what OG Ananobi cost? It was R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly and draft picks. What move are you going to make? Do you understand the rumors are the Kings might give up two of their starters to get Pascal Siakam? Even if you got him here, how would you ever plan on signing him? What would you give up? What move? What move? Uh, maybe you can get the, uh, you know, you can get the, the buy the Knicks debt that you owe them. That's uh, well, right. The, the Knicks own your second round pick this yeah. year, which is going to be pick 31. Uh, and they own one of your first round picks the next three years. So you're down two picks. And here's the other thing that kills me, Rico. And I'm being serious when it, it's a basketball point. Every night I watch the NBA, you will see guys and you go, where did this guy come from? I mean, the Celtics got a dude they got out of the G League. He was like a G League all-star, this Nuerta kid. Mm -hmm. He's playing minutes. I mean, hey, Troy, I'm sorry. I know while you were beating your drum, you must have missed that Dante Exum came back to the United States. He's on a playoff team playing big minutes. Where's that move for us? Meanwhile, Troy Weaver's collecting big men like Legos. He's trying to bring the center back, man. Dude, the guy has been an abject failure. And the idea that he went to the Woj pod to talk instead of talking to the local media or showing up at a game, that, you know what, man? Go away. Just go away. Oh, we didn't want this. We didn't expect this. Well, because it happened, you should lose your job. That's how this game works. I mean, what are we doing?
How can this guy be given runway? The sad reality is I don't think they know what they're doing. And I know it, I'm not trying to be funny. I, I don't. I, he just seems like a guy that, no, 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 it's going to work. Trust me. It's going to work. One day it's and all going to fall into place. And, and what, Gores is dumb enough to believe it? Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? What? So what is Tom, the kid in the back of the car and Dick Tracy? When do we eat? When do we eat? When do we eat? What is he calling Troy every day? Mm-hmm. Made a move yet? Made a move yet? When are we going to make a move? Going to make a move? I'm Big hungry. When are we going to make a move? Big boy did it. Yeah. Big boy did it. Big boy did it. Slow that tape down one more time. Big boy did it. Like, what on earth? Can you imagine these conversations? Tom's on me every day. What's he saying? Hey, can we trade for that LeBron James guy? I've heard he's pretty good. Like what? What, yeah, what I was planet at a are we game on? The other day, and they had this guy on the court. He's pretty good. What is uh, LeBron? I think we can get. You're him. not gonna believe this. I, I got I, Troy. I think I can fix our problems. <laughs> we gotta go get this Antetokounmpo guy. <laughs> like what? What are these conversations? Antetokounmpo. But, guys, I'm let, just, let's not forget that there was a letter sent to the fans, and he says that his focus is aligned with ours, and from the top down, we are committed to delivering on this restoration process for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a letter here. He's telling us what he was going to do. He's done it, right? Oh, yeah, it's not a rebuild. Mm-hmm. It's a restore. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I'm kind okay. of partial well, to this why don't Nicholas, we restore uh, Jokic. Why don't we restore the old Hudson building while we're at it? Because that's what he's done to the franchise. He raised it to the ground. Wait. No, it's a rebuild. Wait. What? Are you saying that the Pistons are the equivalent of the failed jail? Actually? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I love it. Or the district. Either way. District was too easy. Okay, fair. <laughs> Up next, the Pistons are going to have their fail jail edition jerseys. <laughs> They'll only be half sewn Wait. on. Yes. And on it, the Detroit Pictons. Pictons. <laughs> With a silhouette of the defunct half-finished jail on the shorts. <laughs> oh, my. All right, well, that'll do it for today's Pistons coverage. Good luck in Golden State tonight. We're rooting for you. No, we're not. (laughs) Unbelievable. Hey, Rico, we've got cap space and flexibility. What? Jordan in his prime couldn't save this team. Oh, my. Okay, then. Sorry, I almost dropped my laptop. That was, what a moment. All right. All right, you know the drill. This is where we curate the audio and see what the hell our coworkers had to say, and it's generally answered with sarcasm, smarm, or in David's case, outright mean commentary. Let's roll. All right. Okay, hold on. Somebody <laughs> popped a Cialis over there. Okay, let's get into it. All right, here we go, guys. You ready to play the game? Yes. <laughs> here we go. Number one. Did the NFL not realize the Lions don't suck anymore? They don't deserve this. Oh, dear. All right. So, controversial game. All shows talked about it all week. Rico, initial lean here. Hmm. 
Hmm. I'm going to say Texas. No, I'm going to say cookies. <laughs> Morning show, fresh off of the loss. Jansen wasn't here. Cookies. Okay. Kenny. I think maybe I just heard this in Wojo voice, but Wojo has been back. And I think this is a For six. 10 minutes. Right. Which is why Roberto would think there's no way they guessed a 10 minute show. I'm going to take Wojo. Oh, so the reverse of the reverse psychology. All right, let's go to David. Um, I also was thinking Wojo voice as well. That's what I heard it in, so I'm going to go Wojo. Evan Jenkins joining us. Gummied out of his mind. Yeah, and I walked, Evan, in, a your little, thoughts. I walked in a little late, so I'm going to say Texas. No, um, I'm just going to go with Gator. He loves picking Gator, so let's go Gator. <laughs> there is a... I think the Wojo thing's interesting because if you repeat it to yourself, doesn't the league realize the Lions don't suck anymore? See, I, I see. I heard Cookie <sighs> Schmarm. Like, doesn't the league realize Lions don't suck anymore? Mm. That Schmarm is oozing off of him too, isn't it? Can't wait to debut his new drop too. You guys are gonna love it. Oh, I'm gonna go something. Wojo. Let's see who said it. Who said it? Did the NFL not realize the Lions yes. don't suck anymore? Let's go. They don't deserve yeah. this. Let's go. We are <laughs> off and running. I'm so fired up. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Shut up, you. You've been back at work for seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes. Christ. All right, here we go. Here's next. The next one. Here's yes. The next. What did Skipper do to make it clear that he was eligible? Nothing. So why are you saying that he is the example? <sighs> Rico Beard, your initial thoughts. This is after they came out with the whole uh, video. So it was Doug back that day. Well, I no. Go I mean, Doug and John were drunk for four days in L.A. <laughs> now, you know what? I'm going to go Gator on this. Okay. Kenny Cott. This sounds like player perspective because TJ knows exactly how one would have to identify themselves to a referee. Mm. So I'm going to say, because he was on on Tuesday, correct? Yeah, I think he might have he been. Was. Yes. He was. He went crazy on the morning show. And, and podcast who might be eligible. I'm not sure. But I'll go TJ. David, you've gotten to hear both Kenny and Rico's take on this. Yeah. Any lean? I was leaning already with Rico when it came to Gator. Because of the video portion. I think when that video gets released, I think Gator kind of explained and went through it over and over again. So I'm going to go Gator. See, originally, and I'm I'm glad I went last on this. I was thinking John, but then if you're right, if it's a player perspective and we're getting into the gestures of player, I'll I'll go TJ in his appearance, but I don't feel nearly as confident about this. Roberto, who said? Who said it? What did Skipper do? To make it clear that he was eligible. Uh, Nothing. So if you would have called on me, I would have said that, Kang. That's the example. Oh, my God, Evan. I'm so sorry. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. He was in my back pocket. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like the mom in Home Alone. Kevin! I'm so Evan! sorry. Evan! Evan! Pass this bag to Evan. Pass this bag to Evan. Evan's not here. Evan's not here. I'm sorry, Ev. Oh, God. Oh, I'm, as I'm as bad here as David is at home. Let this kid be a Dolphin fan. Oh, I like this as a new All bit. Right. Slander David's being a father. <laughs>
Well, he needs to stop saying the Giants are going to win Sunday. Like, All right. He likes anything that diverts attention away from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go to the next one. Evan, I'm sorry. <laughs> Evan, you can go first. Oh, I'll go first on this one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Dallas's defense looked like, yeah, we just got beat. It wasn't like pointing fingers. Hey, this guy's ineligible. God, the only reason I want to say TJ is because what he said to us out there. And so I want to say TJ Lang. So it might be insider trading, but I, I I'm not privy to you what, what took place. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a jank. Oh, you know it? I don't, but I feel like I would pollute the waters. Okay. I'm going to go last. I'm stuck between two ideas that I have. I heard this, and I don't often hear things in this voice. I heard this in Rico voice, and I'm not sure why. It's not a bad take. I wasn't here. But I also heard what TJ had to say about this. Yeah, out in the hallway. I'm going to lean TJ. To, I don't know if it's cheating or not, but I'd like to what lean What took TJ place here. in this hallway? He can't get what over this play, it? man. No, and no, then, no. Mike, TJ was giving a dissertation today. And then like, I challenged him, and I said, well, if 68 was eligible over the PA, wouldn't they have defended 68? And it was like I was talking bad about his mom. He was mad. How to open a tennis skull. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to do that, though. <laughs> yeah, see, um, I was leading oh. Doug, but you all sound and feel confident. I haven't. I yeah, haven't. You have answer. to work to be eligible, and you haven't listened to us once all well, year. Well, here's You're the thing. Here's the thing. I think they repeated themselves because Doug wasn't here. Because what else is Gator gonna do? So uh, oh, I'm gonna no. go Doug. Oh no! <laughs> Golly, New Year, same you. <laughs> all right, that, all right. Rico was gonna go last, right? Yeah, did Mike go? I don't know what took place in this magical hallway meeting, so I feel like I'm at a terrible disadvantage. Yeah, you see, TJ you know, okay, in the hallway. I, I, I'm going to say TJ because he just said that verbatim. <laughs> what? All right, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll go TJ because of hallway and things. All right, Roberto. All right, here we go Who from recording it? my phone in the hallway. Who said? <laughs> Who said? It? Dallas's defense just looked like, yep, we just got beat. Son of a ineligible. He was just preaching the same T thing. TJ just said the exact Did you words. see their defense? It wasn't like that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So are you telling me that TJ takes his opinion cues from Gator? Yes. Yes. Mm. Wow. Yes. All along, I knew it. Yeah, it's like the Harvard president. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you, you got to have a set of stones. You plagiarize on the way in, and you plagiarize on oh, you, the way out. You have to plagiarize on the way out. <laughs> oh, my. Talk about a YOLO move. Wow. My goodness. All right, next. It was better than having Cat Williams commentate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's an interview. Yeah, we're going to just steer away from that entire situation. All right, here we go. After the pool report came out from Brad Allen, he's either deaf or a liar. It's one or the other, and he lied. Oh, now, all right, now, hold on. Okay. Can I go first? Yeah. No knowledge, but this is just, it feels like that is the typical little dog syndrome that Costa walks around with, where he just, I'm going to rough, 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 rough. That was like, I'm authoritative about it. Brad Allen's a liar. I just feel the Smarmajan cheese. Costa. 
Chole. No knowledge, but I feel it. Yeah, I said, I, I said the same thing to David as Roberto was reading that. I said, this sounds like Costa. So I agree with you, Mike. I think it is Costa. Costa Choli. <laughs> <laughs> that Schmarmerzan cheese wow. was flowing. I got to go with the guys only because you guys seem so confident. And that Schmarm has been crazy this week. I so. will be heartbroken if it's not him. I, I never am this confident. Rico, what's your read on this? Yeah, see, I think it's either Costa or Stoney. Ooh, I could hear Stoney. I heard this in the Stoney voice where he's that faux anger that he always has. Yeah, I'm going to go oh, Stoney. Oh, God, come on. <sighs> David. See, saying liar like that sounds like an older person. <laughs> Costa so we could be Costa. <laughs> wow. Wait, I'm going to go Wait. Costa. Wait, hold, hold on a minute. So if you use the word liar, you're old. No, it's the way. It's the way it's used and the way it's read to me. And he's a liar. Like, okay. <sighs> Kenny, you questioning yourself at all or no? No, I'm pretty confident in Costa right now. The schmarmajan right. cheese is rich here. Costa Choli. <laughs> all right, let's hear it. All right, are you guys right? Are you wrong? Who said it? You know, after the pool report. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's either deaf or a liar. Yeah. It's one or the other. I was right about the old thing, though. (sighs) Wow. What a job by you. Yeah. Good job. Very nice. I've missed. I I haven't gotten one in the last three weeks, so, yeah. (laughs) Damn. Drought is over. All right. Well, that I, I'm sad we leave it on a low note, but that is who said it. All right, we'll get back into the Lions here, top of the hour. Get some ticket texts. Michigan Monday is what we're coining it because that's when the game is. I just don't see any value in previewing a game four days in advance when we have a show to do Monday. So, yeah, we did Lions today. But it'll be a Wolverine Monday. And, I, and again, I, I respect the hell out of you, Rico. You're on an island. You believe UW can get it done. I, I, I just... I don't, but that's okay. Right. Find out Monday if there's any other truthers out there. No, I, I mean, but in something. all fairness, Mike, you haven't th- you didn't think they can do it for the last three, four games. Yeah, a hundred percent. I picked I picked against them when they played Oregon twice, and I picked against them when they played OSU. You're right. I, I've gotten them wrong. I just view them as such a collection of lucky asses, if you want a nuanced <laughs> term for it. Lucky asses. And you um, took them for fun. You, you took Texas too, right? No, I did not play that game, and I told no, you no, that. No, no, no. I know you didn't play them, but I'm saying in your heart you had text. Oh, I, now hold on. You can't hold standings on who you root for. Wait a no, second. No, I didn't of say I that. No, Texas no, I'm just saying. Win. I'm sure you wanted Texas because you thought I did was because I, But it was clear that night that Washington deserved to win, period. They outplayed them start to finish. Texas kind of went full Texas. That was a very... B minus C plus performance by the Longhorns. They got what they deserved. Um, here's an interesting piece of NFL trivia. So the Panthers, who are rancid, right? Do you know they are the first team in NFL history not to hold a lead in the fourth quarter? Wow. Ever. <laughs> no. Their two wins were both on field goals as time expired. You're right. They will have completed an entire NFL football season while winning two games, never having a lead in the fourth quarter. And their owner throws drinks at people. 
Okay? That's depressing. How could you not end the third quarter leading the game and then maybe possibly lose it at the beginning of the fourth? You don't go into right. the quarter leading? What a joke. I, David, I am just – I don't make the news. I just report it. I will be throwing drinks too. Come on. I Listen, it has gotten to a point with David Tepper. League's going to have to step in. They're going to have to tell him to chill. Uh, he's becoming the new Dan Snyder. Well, I think that's what, when he got fined, uh, I think he got called to the principal's office. I don't want to see you back here again. I don't want to see you till draft. Did he really get fined? $300,000 to him? Uh, No, he didn't. But it was more of a public shaming. Don't do this. It's going to look like a lot of money, but we all know I really just fined you $3. Now, actually, I take that back. I fined you 30 cents, but it looks like a lot to these poor people. Also, one quick note, because it's going to be all about Michigan Monday. Um, Does anyone want to tell me what the hell Ohio State is thinking? (laughs) Your plan in the portal is Will Howard, who didn't go back to Kansas State because Avery Johnson was taking his job. What is Ryan Day feeling okay? Yeah, but I, I think that at least Will Johnson is an upgrade from what they had. Now, the problem that I have if you're Ohio State, did you happen to see who's going to be visiting this week? This weekend? I No. What? The center from Alabama. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, if you're a Michigan fan, you need to bake a cake this weekend. Well, what see, an exciting time. No, no, no. This is where I said, I think Michigan has just hit a whole new thing in NIL. Son, we will pay for your NIL. You need to go to uh, Ohio State. We got you. Don't worry. They'll give you nothing. We'll pay you. We need you in a Buckeye uniform. <laughs> Jesus. A center oh. who can't snap it and a quarterback who can't throw it. What could go wrong? Uh, well... Oh, you know what, Mike? Let me give you a little bit more news. Please. Yesterday, a former Michigan State coach got a job. Oh, I... I, I was told about this, yeah. and it, it proves my point. They None of those bums were ever getting a Power 5 job again. Jay Johnson. You talking about JJ? Yeah. yeah that's, that's your guy. Yeah. He hey, went to a perfect place because they don't care about scoring in Wyoming. I was about to say, he's in Wyoming. He's basically out there playing for uh, Rip and Kevin Costner and the rest of the families. <laughs> he's playing for the cows out in Wyoming. There's nothing. Jay Johnson. There. Now, now a uh, a ranch hand. Right. Uh, also, just just saw a stat in an article. Uh, it is projected that this weekend's game at Hard Rock Stadium, Miami, and the Bills, mm-hmm. biggest game of the week, winner take all. It is expected the majority of that sellout, at least fifty five percent, is going to be Bills fans. They are invading Miami in mass to where this will not be a Dolphin home game. So they're basically doing what the Lions do and taking over Correct. the stadium. But, but yeah, on steroids. Wow. So oh, yeah, they jump off it out tables. There. Yeah. They throw babies through tables. Well, you know, you got to toughen them up. Fair. That's how they don't become Dolphins fans. Right. Um, all right, listen, we'll get to business. I wanted to do a little house cleaning. David, ticket text, and then we'll get back to the Lions. What do you got for me, buddy? 
Donovan Edwards touchdown? Shouldn't that be Mullins? I saw that the Don was on the carton of milk. That's from BC. He's going to change the game. Just ask him. Regarding Troy Weaver, we played that earlier. Someone says listening to Troy is like being punched in the face. Wow. And the Lions, about sitting the players. Someone says those teams that stumbled after resting their players have also had a bye week, which means they didn't play and sat for two weeks instead of one. I'm okay if the Lions sit them for one week. All right. Well, let's get back into it. We'll have a conversation about it. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but Rico and I feel differently. Let's see where you guys are at. Also want to talk about the banner. Just a quick moment of what the hell were they thinking? We'll do it next. 97-1. Never gets old. Not to me, at least. Uh, Let's get into the lines a little bit. It's simple. I think there's value in this weekend's game. Rico doesn't. I don't know that there's a right or wrong. It's just difference of opinion. But I'll give you my side briefly. Rico will give you his. I want to know what you guys care about. Because for me, after the way that Dallas game played out and the way Dan Campbell reacted and the fact you do not have an experienced team, you don't have a veteran team, I don't think you've earned the right to just sit everybody. I don't think you've earned the right to just do what San Francisco's doing. No jokes. Do what the Ravens are doing. Your culture is still in its formative stages. The fact that you're playing a divisional opponent, and TJ Lang, who joined us earlier, agreed with this aspect of what I'm saying. Look, I know the Vikings have a small chance to make the playoffs. I want to make it zero. I want to be the last thing that they see when they take their last breath. I want to put them out. I also believe it's imperative, win your game, and force the Eagles at four and the Cowboys at four to have to do their jobs, to have to earn the seeding. That, hey, the two is still out there, albeit minute, very small chance. I just would like the Lions to bounce back from what took place, play really well. Obviously, Rico, you and I are in agreement. A guy like Ragnow who's banged up or maybe a Laporta, no, I'm not pushing the limits here. But if you're healthy, you're playing. And if you do your job, I'll put a carrot out there. You could, you could be seated at halftime. You could be seated whenever you want. But you guys got to go out and play, and you got to play well. So I, I, I want to know if anyone vibes with that or am I just on crack? Because Rico's going to present you with the far more probably sensible opinion. And that opinion is simply this. You have nothing to play for. This week means nothing. You beat the Vikings, big deal. So what? Chances are you're not going to get the two seed. It's the week after. That's the more important game. And for that game, that's where you want all your players healthy. You don't want to risk losing somebody that you can't afford to lose all because you want to beat the Vikings, all because you want to get the taste out of losing to the Cowboys out of your mouth. It doesn't matter. You lost the game. Move forward. I need Dan Campbell, and not Dan Gamble. I need Dan Campbell to say, I'm going to be smart about this, I don't need my starters out there. I'm going to play my backups. I'm going to get them some in-game experience, and we'll see what happens. And I'll get this team prepared for whoever we play, whether it's Green Bay, whether it's the Rams. That's the one I want everybody ready to play. Because Lord knows if it's the Rams, maybe the biggest game in Ford Field history with Matthew Stafford coming back. You don't want an injury report that you're sitting there scratching your head saying, gosh, why did we play this guy when we didn't have to? So, no, 
This game, you treat it like an exhibition game. Mike, I'll even go so far to say if you're by the second quarter, you're pulling your starters if you do play your starters. They should never see the second half. Win or lose, just deal with it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. I want to know what side of it you're on. Because to me, it's it's big. And I, hey, in the end, we all want the same thing. We know the playoff game's the end goal. We know that's the game they got to win, et cetera. I just, there's something about this team responding, burying the Vikings, and kind of earning their way into that next class of teams. I, Dan Campbell, to me, would be violating who he is by sitting everywhere, even if it's the right move. So, I, I hey, look, ultimately, you the people are going to decide. I mean, realistically, Dan Campbell will decide. We don't get to make that move. But I'd love to know where you're at with it. 248-539-9797. David, ticket text. I know Kenny's screening some calls. We'll kind of get it all in order here for the 5 o'clock. Benjamin from Shelby says, definitely play the starters. We need the momentum going to the playoffs. Plus, it makes Dallas and Philadelphia have to play their starters and must win games for them. Okay, let me just stop that right there. Dallas and Philadelphia do not care about you, Detroit. They looking at they're looking at each other. They both play the 430 games. They're scoreboard watching to see who's winning that game. Not what you're doing. Okay? If you win your game, they don't care. They're trying to see who's going to win their division. So, and the momentum thing, I don't think momentum really carries into the playoffs. You start all over. It's a second season. Congratulations. You beat the Vikings, but at what cost? Uh, someone says, Mike, didn't you harpoon Brandon Staley for playing his starters last year and getting Mike Williams hurt? That was in, what was that? Yeah, he played Mike Williams. Yeah. He got hurt. Week 18. There was nothing for them, and they were going to play the same team the next week. Yeah. I, I Listen, I totally understand it, but I don't. this isn't Chargers radio. Brandon Staley's not Dan Campbell. Oh. Dan Campbell threw the gauntlet down early this week and said, we are playing our full arsenal. And there was nothing for the Chargers to be gained. I know what Rico's saying. He's going to be right. But the two seed is still possible. I And again, if they don't play anybody, am I going to yell about it? No. I'm telling you what I'd prefer for this team. Not the Chargers last year. This team. With this coach. I feel like what he's trying to build, part of it is all gas, no breaks. You think I'm going to be mad if they sit people? No. No. Yeah, someone texted in and says, Rico, you are absolutely wrong. The Lions still have the two seed to play for oh. with playing in the early game. We have to play our starters. It's, it's like about a 5% chance, okay? So let me just go ahead and say, no, take the other 95, rest your guys. It's not worth an injury for a – if it were – a 50-50 chance, I'm with you. But 5%? No. I'm good on that. Yeah, from Coop. 248 Go ahead, David. Yeah, from Coop says, I wouldn't rest anyone. How many times have we seen players get rusty after uh, resting for a week? Yeah, but there's also plenty of times it works and teams go to the Super Bowl. I, I'm going to defend Rico on that one. We only remember when it doesn't. Yep. And I admit my bias. I admit that sticks with me. Doesn't make it right. That's why I'm admitting bias. Good for you, Mike. That's personal growth right there. 
Well, I mean, it's just being an adult. You went out and had your slice, didn't you? See, David, I knew that's all it took. There there it is. Zavaro's for all. (laughs) 248-539-9797. Let's go to Mike. 97.1. Mikey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Hey, Mike. Yeah, uh, I kind of tend to agree with Rico. Uh, at least I would just I would just like to see Bridgewater play no matter what, just in case they might need him, in case golf does go down. And, uh, yeah, I, I, and I definitely thought it was fascinating also, I just want to say, but what uh, uh, um, the lineman was saying, Lang was saying about, about that play, and uh, it was unbelievable when that play happened. I just wanted to say this real quick. I was listening on the radio, and and Dan Miller was calling the game, and they scored the two-point conversion. I was listening that whole drive. I was at my house, but I was doing something. And and then it was like 30 seconds after he called that play that that where I, th- I thought I thought for sure was going to get called back. And then I, I thought, well, it didn't get called back. And I ran up into the TV where the TV was on. No one was paying attention. And then I saw the flag being thrown for the second play. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing, that the refs called it 30 seconds later. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, but I understand. But I think we got to get past that. We've now moved on to the Vikings. And part of the way we do that is by dropping a bomb on the Vikings. Come on, who's with me? (laughs) Who's with me? Is it because it's the uh, divisional opponent? That's why? Uh, Yeah, there's a little bit of spite there. You know, it's just kind of how it is. If it wasn't a divisional opponent, as wacky as it may seem to other people, I just feel like there's an importance to it. Kind of finishing what you started, getting to 12, and just, I don't know, there's something satisfying about ending the Vikings. But I I totally understand if people are on the other side. I do. Uh, It's not a yell and scream deal, I promise. Um, We'll get more to people. Let's be somewhat timely. Let me tell you about Mastercraft. If your furnace goes out, you need help. You need Mastercraft heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. They got you covered 24-7. Oh, no, I done did it again. Sorry, Rico. Locally owned for 40 years. Going to back to work with a five-year warranty. <laughs> Mastercraft, your one-stop shop. Heating, AC, plumbing, electrical. Plenty of generators in stock, too. And if Mastercraft can't get to you same day, going to take $100 off that next day service call. Just visit Mastercraft Heating. Dot com. All right, couple of uh, tidbits for you before we get back to the people. And it's not an argument, just a little bit of a debate. Just play, sit, what they're going to do against the Vikes. So here's some of the uh, milestones that are available to the Lions if they play and if they play well. But it tells you, for, and I don't want to make this a golf thing, it just tells you how good this offense has been overall. You have a chance to have. A realistic one. Not one, but two thousand yard running backs. David Montgomery sits at nine seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Gibbs at nine fifteen. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to have a thousand yard rookie tight end, which would basically tie you for the all time rookie record set by Mike Dicka. Sam Laporta sits at eight sixty. He's hundred and forty away. The other one that's really interesting, and it's not surprising, it just shows you what a model of consistency this guy is. Amon Ross St. Brown with 112 receptions. He's 10 behind C.D. Lamb, so you're probably not catching him. But could 120 be 
available? Yeah. I mean, think about that, Rico. You have 2,000-yard backs, a 1,000-yard mm-hmm. tight end, and a wide out who caught 120 balls. Yeah, that's, well, that's people what people want to sit here bitching about the quarterback. Well, you know, it's all gospel. It's all right. No, no, but that's, right. that's why I said, yeah, you go into the game, get your records, get them out the game. By the ha- Guys, if you want these records, you got to have to get them done because you're not playing in the third quarter just because you're trying to get to 1,000 yards. Figure it out. But, yeah, the golf thing. Mike – We've reached a point, no matter what happens, golf is never going to get the credit by some people. If they win the Super Bowl, they did it because of everything that you just named off. It wasn't because of Jared Goff. But if they lose, it's because of Jared Goff. This is how it sounds is. about right. No, yeah, no, it sounds right. It, Mike, it's 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 how I it's what you give me with Brock Purdy. If the Niners win the whole thing, well, they did it because of everybody. If they lose, see, he's a rat. That's how people feel about golf here. God, I can't believe you've comped. All right, I'll leave it alone. What? That's hurtful. Can't lie to you. Let's go to the people. We'll go to Don. Wait, wait, wait. How 90s. is that hurtful? I mean, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, really? I can't no, put no. them in the same bucket. No, Mike, because if you don't believe in them, you don't believe in them. And there's nothing that they can do to change your mind. That's why I'm putting them in the same sentence. No, see, the difference is I believe Purdy's a nice story. I, I never believed he was an MVP, and I thought it was a fool-ass narrative. I don't hate the kid. I call him Rat Purdy just because it's fun with you. I don't think he's terrible, but I think he's largely carried by the people around him. And the same, Goff, a lot yes, of people feel the same with I Goff. I agree. I agree. The difference is I've got way more data on Goff, That's and now true. he's done it in a, in a second spot. I mean, the Purdy thing, you know what I know, and I'm, I don't want this to happen, but if you go into these playoffs and you lose in the first round, is Brock Purdy still your franchise QB? No, it, everybody's going to say, run him out of town. And, Mike, same thing. If the Lions go into the playoffs and lose in the first round, do you think people are going to say resign golf? Correct. Correct. Let's go to Don. Love 97 it. 1. Don's gone. Don, how, how are about you? this? How about we take Chris? Chris, you're on 97. Sure. Hey, how's it going, guys? Long time hey. listener. What's up, Chris? So I got two things. My as much as we want to play the starters, you got to go the Rico route. You got to sit them. You got to make sure no one gets injured because next weekend is the weekend that you need everybody healthy for. As much as we want to get the guys the records and everything, they'd much rather take a playoff win than any two thousand yard backs or any of that stuff. But I will say this: that you do have to start Taylor Decker on the very first play and have him go out there and report and then run a off tackle. No matter what you do. Have him report on the very first play of the game. What, to keep a streak alive? Well, no, I think you got to just go have him go out there and report just as a middle finger to the oh, NFL. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, Chris, now I get what you're saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, okay. You got to get past that. You do. And I pray if you're, David, we've, it's a conversation we've had all week long. Your fans, you're allowed to hold this grudge. I pray that the players have moved past this and they are not sitting there thinking the way that fans like Chris are thinking because you cannot change what happened. Did you get screwed? You did. But you move on. Well, then on that note, playing them. You okay? Here we go again. Playing Uh-oh, them. Oh, Dave, we're losing them. David's going through puberty. Go ahead, David. Playing the playing starters <laughs> and blowing the Vikings out with that show that they've moved on. Or if they sit, they don't get a chance to show that they've moved on. The mature thing to do is not even worry about the Vikings. 
they're just there. You treat that like an organized scrimmage. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. But in an organized scrimmage, what's the goal? Don't get anybody hurt. That's how I see this. So, 248-539-9797. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's hit it. Go Alex, you're on 97.1. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. Uh, how are, evening. How's everyone this fine Friday evening? We're good. Lovely. What's going on? So, uh, yep. I do believe that the Lions should sit their major players. I mean, we already know J-Mo's out with a bum ankle. You know, so he's he's got to rest up if he's going to make any impact in the playoffs. Um, and it's just like Rico just got done saying. You know, if you, in an organized scrimmage, what's the big deal? Don't get anybody hurt. You know, you have like, a, like an outside shot at the two seed. But honest to goodness, like you can beat the Minnesota Vikings with your hands tied behind your back. Not the answer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, hold on, time out, time out, time out. Two weeks ago, you needed to survive an interception at the five yard line to win the game. Now we're just going to, you know, rickroll this team? Come on. Uh, You got to take it easy on that. Your backups are not going to beat them. That is fair. I mean, and Minnesota is, is, a, is a more stout defense than most, you know, most middle-of-the-road teams would have, would, would have. Um, but anyway, I mean, even so, like, even if you win against Minnesota, you know, Philly and Philadelphia and San Francisco can each win their games and shut them out of the two-seed. I mean, that's Philadelphia is going to cream the Giants. My apologies in advance. No, um, no, don't. I'm rooting he for that. that. I need my draft pick. It's all I have left. Please, I want you to be right. <laughs> yeah, let's get, yeah, let's get Tommy Cutlets back out there one more time. <laughs> you know, but uh, but seriously, yeah. So sit your starters. Don't get anybody hurt. Your focus is on the playoffs. Your focus is on you know whoever's whoever's six seed. God forbid it's the Rams. You know, it, it, even you know what the Packers are even tricky. You know, it's it's all it all falls on Dan, in my opinion. You know, I don't trust that man to win in a in a important situation like that. I trust the players. I just need I just, Dan Campbell needs to stop gambling, but we all know he's not. Campbell's going to gamble. Yeah, and I think and I appreciate the call. Yeah, I I think he's going to put the players out there. They got milestones. Get the milestones. Just don't do it, and for the detriment of the team, get them out as soon as they get it. If you're going to run the ball heavy, fine. Get, let's get, let get both running backs get their things, then pass to let Laporta get his and get them off the field. Amon Ra, I know you're angry you didn't make the Pro Bowl. Best way to handle it, do something in the playoffs, not against the Vikings. Vikings pose no, no threat. Not that you they can't beat you, they're irrelevant. Okay, you got bigger fish to fry. And I know this is new territory, but you need to start acting the part like you belong in the playoffs. David, couple ticket texts, and then we'll get to the picks. Someone says, uh, Greg actually from Plymouth says, sit Cam Sutton. His toe is toast, and he doesn't need to be chasing Justin Jefferson all over making it worse. Any player battling an injury should not play. I have said that. The only point I made is if you're healthy, you go. Uh, someone says, if most of our starting online isn't out there, then golf shouldn't be either. Worse protection increases his risk of injury. Great point. I think I, I like that point. 
Uh, someone also says you really need to get Bridgewater some snaps with all the QB injuries this year. He should at least get some snaps in game situations. But if he's playing in the playoffs because of an injury, you already lost the game anyway. David, if you go this route, you know what people want to see. They don't want to see Teddy Bridgewater. They want to see Hendon Hooker. They want to see Hendon Hooker. That's what they want to see. Oh, boy. That's why I put him in the prop bet. Oh, he is going to get the biggest standing ovation when he walks out on the field, Mike. People going to look. And don't let him throw and complete a pass, whether it's a screen or not. Oh, my goodness, the breakdown on Monday will be, see, I knew it. He should have been playing all this time. Imagine, like, a big shot downfield. Everybody's like, see, to J-Mo. Uh, Everyone, well, J-Mo's everybody not be playing, like, but he hits, you know, Amara. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he hits uh, yeah DPJ, and it's like, see? Look, see he hit him in stride, see, all hit, the way down the field. He threw it 65 yards from his knees. <laughs> Jesus. What was that? That story was uh, that was um, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. No, I thought wasn't it Jamarcus was, Russell? It was also that was Joe Milton. Joe Milton, yeah. It was both. Who, by the way, Joe? He, th- these are the times we're living in. He opted out of the bowl game, facing you know a high caliber Iowa defense. Right? Show you know put some good tape down, being able to carve up Phil Parker. Nah, I'm getting ready for the league. What league? Who's drafting Joe Milton? Who? Well, The Rock does have that new league coming out, so he can buy Perfect. All the tape for the one season. Pick. Let that be your tape, not a bowl game. Right. Coming to the Rough Riders. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, programming note, Monday. Unless something intergalactic takes place in the Lions game, it's going to be Michigan Monday. And Rico is the last man standing. He He believes when no one else believes. Uh, I know I'm. I I think Michigan's going to roll. I know David feels that way. Okay. Well, that. <laughs> hey, I don't control the NCAA. We know that's coming. Well, you know what? I found out I have a partner in crime, Mike. I was just talking to Cookies out in the bullpen. So. It's me and Cookies versus the world. Uh, I think Jim's just one of those deals where he's like, "Oh, everyone's calling me. I'm go Costa here. Let me try to be balanced." Oh, okay. So it's just me. I think I. Yeah, I think he's a fraud. Okay. Uh, you're 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 the UW guy. You believe when no one else believes. So you know what? Hey, stick to your guns. America's rooting for Washington. No one's rooting for Michigan unless you're a Michigan fan, and that's the way it should be. Michigan versus everybody. That's what you coined and wanted. They will get punished. It just won't matter. Harbaugh leave to the NFL like Pete Carroll did. They'll vacate all this crap. Won't matter. People are still going to have their pictures from Houston. You know they'll enjoy it. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure thing, boss. Uh, All right, so that'll be Monday. Lots of national title stuff, and I don't know. David, maybe we have Rico build a case for UW. I, I, I would need to hear it. I would need to hear it as well, and that would be fun to hear. Build your case. Mm. <laughs> I need to build a case now. Yeah, I'm yes. sure those phone lines will be lit. <laughs> yeah. I just can't root for a team that I picked all season long. I got to build a case for it. Please. I mean, you can. You can. I just expected better. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, well, yeah. Ouch. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Rico, you did fine. Don't I let him did. bully you. You know what? I, I guess you've been working with Costa too long, Mike. 
Oh, the smarm rubs yeah. off. It does. It's infectious. Yeah. It's a, It's like a odious perfume. I actually think I was in a pretty good mood today on the podcast. I don't appreciate you, you know that. You know what? You were. I want to give you some credit. You were, and we, God, I want to play that drop so bad. We haven't edited you can't. it yet. The I whole can. drop is a word that's not FCC friendly. That's the whole drop. It's one word, and it's one word you very much can't say on the radio. Was it rhyme? But with? if we el- truck it, duck, but if we elongate the <laughs> portion of it, are you accusing me of over enunciating my words? No, it was so bluntly because I Rico, I told him, I go, look, you, you, what are you gonna do? You're gonna tell me next? Everyone's betting on this team, and I'm like, well, actually, and he's like. <sighs> He was like Ralphie in a Christmas story. Fudge. <clears throat> it was awesome. And we do have the audio. And I can't lie to you, Evan has played it for me like 30 times. We can't stop laughing. <laughs> is the episode it's out so yet? Good. Or is this just for you guys, like, you know, inside jokes? Oh, it's just for us. It's just for us. Oh, okay. Uh, it's and, awesome. and it really does match up, too, because it sounds like an old guy saying it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like Jim just blew his diaper, and he's like, "Oh my god, I gotta call the orderly." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, what's coming up next besides profanity? Uh, no, no profanity. We want to keep the license and uh, keep everybody employed. Uh, we're How gonna... about Troy Weaver? Well, I'm staying up tonight all the way through Pistons tonight, and we will set aside time to go through the Troy Weaver audio. He was on with the Woj podcast, and he spoke for like 25 minutes, and we we edited out some of the uhs and ums for clarity and time, Uh, but we will play what he had to say at 835 for Pistons tonight. Before that, it's going to be... Yeah, Michigan national title, little Lions. I know issue of the day. You guys butt heads on whether or not you should play guys and how much you should play guys against the Vikings. I want to weigh in and talk a little Dan Gamble in the 6 o'clock hour. Oh, you know, that Costa, uh, negative guy. (laughs) Mike, you'll be happy to hear that Weaver says they still have their cap space. They are flexible. Yeah. Um, Hey, Rico. Yeah. Rico, what's my view on cap space in a town like Detroit in the NBA? What's my viewpoint on that? Atta, baby, right to the back of Jim's vertebra. You'll be happy to know that, that, you know, now that Bogdanovich is back, they're 1-14 with him, things are going to look up. (laughs) Right. Right, 35 years old on an expiring, hot. And and not to send anybody into a panic, he wants to be aggressive. Okay. Oh, I, I don't even know how that applies. You know what? Great place to stop. Uh, it's going to be a Wolverine Monday. It'll be very exciting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.